So, did your brother weigh in today? Yeah, he did. His opponent missed weight, actually. Are you kidding me, yeah, bro? Yeah, So, the first thing that I was looking over the card the other week with uh, my last guest, and the one thing that threw me off, the guy's like fucking 14 and, what is it? Like, like he has 16 a 16 and 8. 16 and 8. Yeah. The guy has 24 fights. Your brother's yeah. coming into this contest 4, four and two. 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do, first of all, how did the commission pass that shit? And second of all, I know that your brother, both of you guys have yeah. been fucking fighting since you guys were like 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe even younger than that. Yeah. So I'm sure that the competition and, and level of experience that you guys have kind of uh, match up in terms of why this guy has 24 fights and why your brother only has six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that kind of what went into the, like, do you know? Like, uh, it depends. It, it, I'm baffled who, by it, yeah, bro. I'm fucking yeah. baffled by it. It's but based continue. on who my brother's fought in the past. Too, okay. So, um, my brother actually fought a similar opponent to him in the last fight, Darren Mima, and my okay. brother ended up knocking him out. <laughs> so I, I'm sure that has something to play with it too, on top of him being on a two knockout streak. And it's like, if you look at my brother's, like my brother's losses are what they are. You know what I mean? There's not- Jordan's a beast. Yeah, Jordan is good. Jordan's a beast. It's just like, my brother wasn't himself for <laughs> that short period of time. You know what I mean? That's why he took a long layoff even after those losses, <laughs> got himself together, and then now he's back. So- um I've watched my brother in the gym with some of the best 125ers in the world. Like he's got rounds with Joe Benavidez, stuff like that. You yeah. Know what I mean? Oh, nice. So, um, Tim Elliott, stuff like that. Guys in, at the top of the level. Yeah. Fought for belts multiple times. You guys times. train with Gordon in them? Adrenaline guys? Uh, I've trained with them a couple times. Yeah. yeah before. And, uh, but it's not regular, right? Because you guys are down in Windsor. Yeah. Yeah. MTC. It's not regular. No. We go to... Me and my brother, when we go away for training, we go to Vegas most of the time. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen a couple of pain, and you literally just hopped off the plane, what, like two days ago? Yeah, yeah, You Wednesday. got back? How long were you down there for? Uh, just nine days this time. Oh, okay, just okay. Just because I don't have a fight coming up right now, so yeah. I'm just going there. Just It was good to get motivated, come back. Yeah. And, uh, was your brother with you, or no, you just finished No, close here? to his fight, yeah. Yeah. Um, where are you going down there, Syndicate? Uh, no, we go to Extreme. And, okay. Uh, yeah, because we train with Cody Stamen. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. He's a Michigan guy, isn't he? Yeah, so that's yeah. how we know each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, him and the Crookshank and, mm -hmm. and those guys. The, I know Windsor and like Detroit is like literally fucking across the board yeah, from each other, right? Like, so to get to their gym in the States is like from my door, maybe 40 minutes. You know, oh, that's so fucking legit. That's, yeah, it's nothing. It, you're kind of fortunate. You know what I mean? A lot oh, of guys 100%. have to like travel so far to get legit training. And then yeah. you guys have like that good group of guys down there. Even MTC, who else comes out of there? Is Preplik out of there too? Yeah, yeah. Preplik's yeah, out of there? Preplik, yeah. And then a uh, uh, big gym for me and my brother too is to come see jiu-jitsu. Okay. So we got world medal, world jiu-jitsu medalists out of there. Nice. So we get good roles in all the time. I've trained with Dante Leon. He's okay. A, he's a top 10 uh, nogi grappler, uh, pound for pound right now. Mm -hmm. uh, number one for his weight. That's and, legit. And uh, yeah, he's a beast. He's from uh, our county originally, Essex County. And mm -hmm. he uh, lives and runs a school in Toledo right now. It's, it's. I, I don't want to put this like, uh, like, title on you guys but i think you and your brother are kind of like the the ontario version of rory mcdonald in in terms of you guys are coming into this mma yeah yeah do you guys have a base or did you guys start off in something specific well for me and him it was like we did focus on everything separately mm -hmm. and then kind of combined it together eventually like we didn't just start competing in mma like my brother and i have like tons of stand-up bouts alone mm -hmm. you know what i mean we probably have each like around 150 to 200 grappling bouts there's a and, little uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alfred may make an appearance in this episode just so you guys know we're talking. And then uh <laughs> yeah. so we have like experience everywhere and I only had one amateur MMA fight before I went pro. Yeah. So it was like I was confident. Like I feel like that's the biggest mistake now is people jump into just MMA when I feel like you need it's valuable to get good at everything. Like I've won uh world jiu-jitsu championships before, like IBJJF. Yeah. And uh it's just like 
it's almost like underrated to do it in that sense now instead of it sounds good to jump in mma but like it's almost like it's a clusterfuck of information you're doing a disservice to yourself by kind of overlooking because when you go to those like jujitsu specific classes or those wrestling specific classes you miss out on the basics and the the nuts and bolts of that actual martial art yeah exactly and then you get the opportunity to combine it together in mma and that itself is its own process too. Mm-hmm. So it's like you develop all these skills separately. So when you get to a certain situation in a, in a real fight, you're like, oh shit, you know, um, uh, okay, I know how to get out of this because uh, yeah. I've been here before in a wrestling match or I've been here before in a grappling match. You know, did so, you do wrestling in high school? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I got second at Offsa, nice uh, in grade ten, mm-hmm. and uh, like I lost to a fifth year, um, so it wasn't bad. Um, yeah, and then I got fourth at nationals. Um, as a juvenile so okay. I, I was decent at wrestling i wasn't the greatest but mm-hmm. uh it, it wrestling taught me some valuable lessons man how did you actually even get started in mma like how did it come across your your horizon like did you watch the ufc first or some shit like how the fuck did you get into it to yeah. begin with uh so basically uh my dad was always a fan of fighting and stuff okay. like that and then uh when we actually moved back in with my dad um we'd always been competitive too in other sports and like pretty good athletes hockey are we being stirred uh, here with canada <laughs> i've never played <laughs> no. hockey once good the first actually. white guy in canada to not fucking play hockey I've there you go i've never played hockey once i can skate but i can't play hockey <laughs> yeah i can't skate for shit i was born here and all that stuff but like that's one of the things that my parents neglect even swimming and don't know how to fucking swim yeah they gave my brother all that shit they're like yo yeah. you know what he can do the ex- extracurricular soccer all that shit you yeah you just fucking go to school do your thing, yeah, yeah go become a lawyer or doctor <laughs> some shit nah i don't want to do that shit uh so what kind of sports and stuff were you into initially soccer mainly yeah i mainly played soccer but as far as high school and like grade school sports we played everything mm. um so it was athletic just, from the get-go yeah we were just athletic and yeah then, um we went and tried out a class one day we were just like always watching it all the time so like we just decided to try a class my brother yeah. came with me and um that was it man it was history you guys fell in love right yeah, there yeah it's like it's i think it's just like um it's just the one-on-one aspect of it man like it's like so like it's just you man because you you kind of like you're in control you mold your destiny essentially right yeah it's like the cheesiest way of putting a fucking mma fight but you know what i mean right i feel i feel like uh for me it's like the accountability of everything is just it's awesome like because if you lose it's on you it's on you and it's like like, the coaches are going to try to take it off your head and be like hey like it's a team effort here but at the end of the day you're the one going in there and you know getting to getting submitted or whatever the fuck it is you're the one taking the other anyone anyone looking to really improve man it's like accountability on (laughs) yourself you know like uh at the end of the day like if this is how I always say it. Like, if you don't even corner men are there to give you water, help, like, you know, and give you some advice here and there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you don't know basically what you should do when you're in there, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's crazy. a perfect segue into actually what I want to ask you next in terms of how you prepare for fights. Like, are you the one sitting on fucking fight pass or wherever the fuck you find tape on these guys? Uh, or do you sit there with your coach? Do you guys come up with a legit game plan? Or do you guys kind of just pinpoint, okay, this is his weakness. He, you know, not the strongest wrestler. I'm going to go out there and grapple fuck him. Probably yeah. get a TK or something like that. Um, personally, for me, I feel like my fight IQ is pretty high. So, mm-hmm. like, I've watched a lot of video and countless things. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't have an ego uh, most of the time when it comes <laughs> to fighting. <laughs> there, there, most of yeah, the time. <laughs> there, there's been a few moments where it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to go out there and do this to this guy because yeah. uh, I prove just want point. to prove it. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. usually, actually, the couple times that I wanted to do that didn't even work out for me. So <laughs> it was like. Do you have examples day. off the top of your head yeah, that you like can remember? Yeah, I fought Alex Morgan the second time. Yeah. And the first time I was like, I just was like, I was, I'm going to bite down on my fucking thing and just come at Put him. Put this guy out. Even though I knew where he was weak, which was on the ground. And that's <laughs> like a super strength of mine. So yeah. it's like, I completely like 
fucked off on that uh, that game plan. I was just like, I just want to prove something when it wasn't needed to be proven. You know, Although at the end of the day, f- for winning uh, or for fighting, winning is the only thing that matters. And mm-hmm. people, people like, oh, it's exciting. This is exciting. But look at for me, my favorite fighter is Khabib right now. Oh and yeah, it's just like. He's not boring at all. Like, I feel like every moment of his rounds, there's some sort of Like, action. he's always working towards a finish, even if it's on the ground. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he's doing damage. Like, look at some of the guy's faces by the time yeah. they're done. Like, don't tell me that guy wasn't putting in work throughout that fight, you know? Everybody knows what the fuck they're going up against with Khabib. Like, yeah. I don't think there's any fighter in the world that is more like, you know what the fuck he's going to do when yeah. he steps into that, the ring. What's he's going to try to get you down. And it's like, what's scarier, not knowing what someone's going to do or knowing exactly what they're going to do? And not being able to stop yeah, it. and not being able to do it. It's like, <laughs> exactly. it's like you have a, you have like a, like a huge earthquake coming your way and you know it, but you can't do shit. No. You just got to get the fuck out. That's exactly. It. It's simple you know as that. I mean? Um, I, I wanted to make it a point to fucking watch those Alex Morgan fights before we came in here. But from what I do remember, it was, there's one of them that seemed to be a pretty quick stoppage. Yeah. The first one, in was my opinion, first one? Yeah. I, well, in everybody's opinion, it mm-hmm. was like really early stoppage. But I felt like I was winning the round and I was like getting the better of him a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I really did feel like after I did get clipped, I would have turned it into more of like a grappling match and I yeah. would have uh, um, definitely attacked that aspect of it. Um, but who it was the ref? Do you recall? Uh, was it Eve? Uh, Yannick Luf. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he got grilled and he was yeah. never allowed to ref a match for me again. Okay. Um, was that just a request from you simply and your coaches? Uh, it was just a whole commission thing that we yeah. got we got done just because it was it was to the point where it was like, man, like there's no nobody would have stopped that fight. Yeah. Because you know? so, that was your first L too, right? Um or was no, it? No, my first loss was against Vince Murdoch, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. That was like your third or fourth fight. Yeah, it was yeah, my yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. fourth pro fight. And that, that was, was in like, like Cali or some shit? Uh, no, that one was in um Michigan. Okay. Um but that was like a straight up win on my okay. end. You know what I mean? Like that should you have got been, robbed. Yeah, completely robbed. I gotta completely watch that robbed. fight. I yeah. haven't seen it though. Watch that fight. Like uh, everybody knows it. Like because okay. Cody was <laughs> with the in confidence his, that you're fucking saying it with though. You're like it, 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 you're, it is what you I've accepted it now at this yeah, point yeah. where it's like I can't go back and complain about it. But yeah, yeah, it's just like for me, all I can do is tell someone go watch the video and you make a decision on yeah. it. Yeah, right. It was a split decision loss for me, but it, I won every round. Mm-hmm. Like it is like I'm boys with Vince now. Like I train with him. Nice. I see him. I use him Vegas when I was there. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Cody was in his corner at the time. And even Cody will be like, yeah, dude, I fucking <laughs> he remembers thought, it, I eh? thought you won that shit. So Interesting. it is what it is, dude. I can't go back and yeah. change it. But honestly, I, I, I look at it now and I go back in the past. And uh, for me, it's just like, I'm glad that's because that slowed my career down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was only 18. Bro, only 18. you were on a, you were on a rocket ship. Yeah. Like from the first, like. I, I I used to be in the like the score fighting series days. This was like 2011, 2010. This was even before you guys even turned pro. If yeah. I'm, how old are you right now? I'm 22. 22, and you turned pro when you were 17. I believe. Yeah, 17. Yeah. yeah. So I remember even back then, Reno was like, "Yo, watch out for my boys. Watch yeah. out for my boys." I'm like, "Geez, I keep hearing about these guys." And then once you guys burst on the screen, and you guys are like www. I'm like, okay, like it's good and it's great to have that on your resume yeah. to be like an undefeated amateur, undefeated pro, whatever. You had on you went on Fight Exchange too, and you beat a pretty hefty yeah. uh, he or was pretty 12 and 12. Exactly. The guy had 24 fucking fights. You're coming in with their second legit MMA fight at that time, right? And first pro fight. First pro fight. So you need to, like, I don't ever want to be that guy that like harps on L's and try to make fucking fighters feel bad about it. But it's good that you came out on the other end to be like, yo, this is a learning lesson at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, 
uh, the, the split decision loss, you go, you have to know in this day and age, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Tell that to fucking Dominic Reyes. I'm not sure how you scored yeah. that fight, but tell that to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy's yeah. at the pinnacle of his career and he comes out there and, you know, he thinks he wins the first round and he's like, all right, judge's decision, I got this shit. And then no, unanimous decision the other fucking way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's where I'm learning lesson. And then the other learning lesson, an early stoppage. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That gives you a, a chance to prepare for that potentially happening yeah. it's in the future. It, it's honestly crazy how it happened the first two losses of my career too. It was like, back-to-back uh, back. well they weren't back-to-back back, but uh i mean like the two losses in yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Uh, to start my career what where it was like it, it was almost like it wasn't beneficial for me at that point because at that age i was like oh fuck this i'm still the best yeah. you know what i mean when i lost to morgan the second time mm -hmm. that's when it was like that's when i took a step back and i was like okay i need to do fix this fix this and that was like since then i've i've gotten so much better in every aspect yeah and it's just it's a uh, it, there hasn't been a there hasn't been a i feel like a, a lull in my progression i feel like it's just been super super like uh linear at this point i feel like i'm getting better with every fight and it's, it's awesome even your w's after that first morgan loss were like against legit guys oh yeah Spacuza is a is a legit guy seven and yeah. four at the time but everybody All around the scene knew he was fucking legit charged jordan in the ufc now and that was his first loss as well yeah, too yeah and i that dominated a, that fight exactly easily. that was a five round fucking was not the one that was at a fucking bell center as well yeah yeah tell me about that experience real quick too because that must have been fucking nuts yeah, too it was crazy man. Again, you're, you're not a montreal kid but still like that that's a pretty big venue for me, you know it mean? was awesome being the bad guy in the situation because <laughs> he had he had uh he had like his whole fans there right beside the walkout and i was oh, just shit. waving to them on the way oh, out yeah i didn't give a fuck and it was for me it was just like i had no like i knew like i was confident i knew what was gonna happen i knew that i had these skills and it was all hype and like being able to get over that mentally in my head it was like I feel like that was a big step for me in maturity level and like and you that, walked into the cage with a w yeah yeah i felt like uh i watched this guy's fights and i'm like i haven't had th th this is one of my biggest things is like i don't have easy fights on there as you can see no, like of course pretty not. much everybody on there is like uh, maxime dubois is another yeah, beast too he was one of my hardest fights actually i'll probably yeah. say he was my hardest fight um and everybody on there i don't have one losing record on that record no and uh, i've never been one to because I want something that's going to, when I wake up in the morning, going to make me want to go and train, make me a little scared. I like yeah. that feeling because it's like, you know, fear, like that's what, that's what motivates me a little mm -hmm. bit is this fear of losing or the fear of getting beat up. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I'm going in there and I'm risking my life. You have a my, huge spotlight on you too, yeah. because you're like, everybody keeps talking about you. Like I'm still like a blue chip prospect. Exactly. Like they like to call it. You're right? a fucking so, 11 and three now. You're still considered a prospect. And in my opinion, that's a little bit blasphemous. Like I yeah. think you're, you should be like, you are a veteran at this point. Like yeah. you've, you've put in your dues. You've been doing it since you were fucking 12 years old. Yeah. I mean, you went pro at 17, which is unheard of for a lot of people. Uh, Vince Murdoch, am I, I feel like he's a, uh, he, team Alpha Male guy. He got no? signed to the UFC actually. And then didn't he have like some uh, disease uh, or some yeah, shit? Yeah, brain condition. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I knew I heard this guy's name before too. Yeah. So that like that was a legit guy that I yeah. was. And like between those two fights between Yvonne Agenard and Vince Murdoch was only three weeks. Oh shit. Yeah. What was the reasoning behind that? Did you? Uh, oh, well, I was just twenty-five that, second finish. Yeah, but I had the fight signed <laughs> before I even fought him. Oh yeah. So I was just like ready to run it off because. So wait, were those promotions cool with it though? Uh, hard knocks didn't even know <laughs> that i was fighting because vince has fought for hard knocks before so they were yep. mad they're like oh we would have put that fight on one of our cards and i'm mm -hmm. like no nah, like i, I want to get this done and txc is right across the border so it was right near my hometown basically. bro it worked out perfectly for you yeah 25 second kill and then all right yeah three exactly. weeks later let's get another w yeah and or, i was like i was let's go that's get why fight. i came into that murdoch fight <clears throat> super confident obviously for obvious reasons and uh yeah i felt like it was one of my better performances and then mm -hmm. um 
Yeah. It, Is there it, footage it, of that online? Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a, on the there's a YouTube video of it. Um, I'll watch it on the on the flip side and and get back to you about that. Yeah. I do a whole show where we do like where we look at split decisions mm-hmm. and we try to see okay was it the right call was it not the right call. So after every UFC event, me and my boy just sit down. We'll okay. fucking watch it live, tape it, and then I'll chop it up so there's not like dead air and shit. Yeah. And we try to score at the end of every round. So we like the Jones Reyes fight. We went through that right away. Uh, obviously, whatever split decisions have okay. happened of as of late, right? Um, you're supposed to fight Brad Katona. Yeah, yeah, I missed what the fuck happened. Oh, come on. (laughs) uh, I'm sorry you were like, fuck. When I was, um, that's when I was 18, right? I missed way by a lot. Uh, by a lot. Dude. What do you mean by like right, 10 do you want pounds, to share? dude? What the yeah. fuck, dude? What happened? I just couldn't, I couldn't sweat. It was, no? it was nuts. I don't, I don't even know. That was before I was good at cutting weight or yeah. like knew how to do anything properly. I was still a, 18. I was that, still that's 18. hard knocks over in Alberta, right? Yeah, yeah. So did you fly over there and then yeah, it everything. just wouldn't come off? It just, I, I was, I got the first, because, well, I came out there knowing I was heavy mm-hmm. and I knowing it was going to be tough, but like there was that one point where it was like, I got the first eight pounds down and usually, Usually I can do like the first like 12 or mm-hmm. like 11 to 12, like without feeling like I'm going to die. Yeah. So I was like, all right, even if I do miss weight, I'm only going to miss by a couple say pounds. like three pounds or something. And like the fight's going to be good. Um, but then- uh, <laughs> no, I got to eight and it just, I Bro, wasn't sweating. I was like, fuck. Yeah. That, that was a learning experience too. And that was like a super weird fucking time because I came off that shitty loss Yeah, and then I missed weight mm-hmm. and then, um, well, I had those two canceled fights. Well, the Maxine fight actually was pushed got, later. Yeah, I got just what happened later. to the David Hale one because uh, uh, we both we both had injuries. Um, he got injured. XFFC. Damn. And uh, I had this nose problem where I couldn't really train because my nose was just super like bleeding all the time. I oh, got shit. it cauterized a couple times. Still was bleeding. It was like messed up. And that fight was in like Yellowknife or something. I didn't even want to. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. I was XFFC I was like one of those like weirder ones from the West Coast. I didn't realize they actually went all the way up there. What the fuck was this? Yeah, yeah was, you're right. Yellowknife, yeah, <laughs> like, territories. Yeah. Let's see the actual the fight actually went down. Craig Shintani and Scott Hudson main events. And I don't really recognize any of the other names. I guess they're probably like some Inuit fucks or something. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like just the travel time to get there was like. Oh, the whole day it would have been like nineteen hours or something. Oh, really to get up there, bro? Oh yeah, so true. It was I wonder how many flights actually go out to Yellowknife on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, probably not. That's what I mean. <laughs> and then um so yeah, I fought uh Pelche, he was a short notice replacement for Dubois. So sorry, that was actually your first fight for TKO, right? Yeah, yeah. So I signed with them in August. What was your like you heard about TKO, obviously, growing yeah, up and stuff, it, right? It was the comeback. Like I was there for, since they started back. That's what I mean. I, I I swear, like you and the Jordan, your you and you and your brother plus the Jordan brothers yeah. were like the the ones that were like, yo, we're gonna help take TKO to the next level because we're like these blue chip prospects, exciting fighters too. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit of swag with you guys as well too, which yeah. really helps. Um, and I feel like you guys did a good job of that. Both of you guys ended up becoming champions as well, right? Yeah. I don't know if Charles did. Charles beat Morgan for. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and then you beat him. Yeah. To get the belt. Back. That's what I mean. Like, uh, Noguera beat Morgan, and then Charles beat Morgan too. So yeah. it's like two guys I destroyed beat Morgan. So well, when I look at the math, man. bro, when I look at <laughs> when I look at the record, it kind of reminds me of like a uh, Faber with yeah. Matt Brown. Oh, he's yeah. never able to get past Matt Brown, right? Yeah, like yeah. that. That kind of what it, it's what what it's reminding me of there with Morgan. It, I'm I'm assuming that's a fight you eventually want to get back. Oh, one day. No, he'll be. He's, I don't know how old he is. What he's the like, fuck is he up to? He's now? nine and four. He hasn't fought since he lost last against Jordan. Um, I'll be in the UFC and he'll still be, you know, picking at straws. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't fought. Yo, damn. Yeah. It's, uh, it's closing in on like a year and a half now since he fought. 
Yeah, it, it is what it is. Uh, Sometimes you just gotta let I these ones go, eh? Go, you know, it for is sure. What, um, that was the whole. It is. Yeah, it's fucked. But it is what it is. <laughs> that's fine, bro. I can't bro. change it, you know? Yeah, of course not. I'm on a good streak now, so that's what matters to exactly. me. Exactly. Um, so I got James done. I was supposed to fight someone else originally. Um, I forget his name, honestly. But uh, I fought James Dunn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I beat him pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Three and a half-ish. Yeah, that, that was my that. first fight back in like 10 months or something like that. It was a pretty big layoff. Yo, um, three fights in six months. Yeah, yeah. PFC is like doing you up right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're great yeah. guys down there. And that's why I'm good. I'm getting a little rest right now. Like uh, just kind of chilling out and like just training and stuff. It's good mm-hmm. because my body was a little fucked up from like uh, cutting weight three times like that. That's got to be. Months. Is, yeah. it, is it tough for you in terms I of like... I get pretty big. So <clears throat> yeah, but like the, the first two, James Dunn was not was super easy paris was super super easy but andrew cruz fight i was like killing myself yeah eh? that one. yeah it was like but if you look at the difference like i don't know it was like that's was a, that, only yo, like the, 10 weeks apart. that's what i mean yeah the the stanford fight and the cruise fight is what uh september 28th to uh december 6th so that's not even three months that's like two it was like two months in a week weeks, maybe or not even weeks. Yeah, yeah exactly that's like a pretty that. quick turnaround and then um and then uh, I beat Paris Stanford. That was a really boring fight. Uh, I was pissed at myself. I was pissed at myself. Bro, I, I, I praise you. Cheers me for that shit. Because I praise the fighter for being able to call out when they... Oh, dude, they I literally... Was... I was in tears after the fight because of how boring it was. I'm not even lying to you. I swear to God. People are like, why are you so mad? I'm like, because that was like not how I wanted to fight like that. Because yeah. he's like a grappler. I wanted to stand with him a bit. But at the same time, it was like... He was like super comfortable on his back. Okay. So I was just kind of like, I was literally just blanketing him the whole fight. He was trying to fight through it. Yeah, throw he's up a black belt. He's actually, um, where uh, Henry Cejudo trains, fight ready. He's a, he's the head of BJJ instructor. Oh, there. okay. Yeah. So he was five and one. Only loss was a split decision before I beat him. Andy Perez. Yeah. Uh, it was only loss was a split decision. He was coming over a good win against uh, Heffern in there on mm-hmm. LFA. And then uh, I beat him pretty easily. That's what I mean. The judges were fucking lost. That fight. Fucking one round or yeah. a minute after in the next fight. Yeah, yeah. That, I just it. seen that too. It was bad. And Paris is a really good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a really high skilled black belt. And uh, I was able to beat him on the ground, which was like good for me. I was like pretty happy about that. But it just super boring fight. I felt like I could have shown more. So I don't know when I fought Cruz, I was like a super exciting fight. Like I beat the shit out of him. I, I watched that fight actually the other day. <clears throat> Um, the one thing that I actually wanted to ask you about is uh, Robin and who's the other lady that was commentating? Kara. She's actually my boxing coach. Kara. Kara. Like, I feel like I know her. Like yeah. the, the name just As sounds so pro, fucking familiar. She was 17 and 0. God damn. Yeah, she was very good. Um, in that fight, they were talking a lot about the, the, the calf kicks the guy was landing on you. Yeah. How damaging actually was that? They, did you feel it? Like? In the moment, they didn't hurt. No. Like, obviously, I was sore next day. Yeah. But uh, but the, you don't feel like it immobilizes you much or like you didn't no. feel like your leg was a little bit weak or anything like that? I didn't like feel that? it. Like, in the... Man, there's been very rare times in a fight where I felt hurt. You know, I've, I've gotten a couple body shots before in a fight where mm-hmm. it's like, uh, kind of like that. But yeah. Uh, I never really felt like super damaged or like came close to like getting fucked up. Like coming from a guy that like bets fucking as often as I do. The one thing that I really like seeing in some fighters and I think Mark D. Casey is one of the ones I can remember right now. Yeah. 
they use their calf kicks so fucking oh, fuck Anthony yeah. Rocco Martin, another guy. Mm. These guys use their calf kicks so often. I think that's a very important aspect that a lot of fighters should be able to adapt just because of how much it fucks up the fighter. But seeing like, you know, it seemed like this guy was landing a couple one a couple he on only you. He landed like three. So it <clears> was I don't know like, why I felt like Robin kept talking about I know. it. Honestly, I'm not a fan of Robin Black. Like, no? I, I don't mind him as like a person, but I'm not a fan of his like commentating or, okay. or nothing like that, okay. in my opinion. But I think to be a fight analyst, you need a little bit more experience. Not going five and five. What? <laughs> Not going five and five yeah. as a pro. No, no. Or like, is well, he five? No, was no, he five and no, five? He, I think he's got a losing record. But I swear he ended off the, at five hundred. Really? I love Robin. I, he might even watch this. I don't give a fuck. But I love him. Like I used to do work for him back in the day too. He helped us out a lot with I'm score fight series. Four and five. Okay. I'm just a hater. So I swear. I, yeah, he lost. Yeah, he won the Charbonneau fight. I remember that fight. And then yeah. The Adam Bodwell fights were actually supposed to be our fucking SEC fight. We had him on that card, and then oh, really? Bodwell actually uh, pulled out a couple times. It was some kid that was like training out of his garage. Cool, never end up fighting, bro. Bodwell, right? no. no, that that fight I was so excited for Mike Malad against Carcula. Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. I don't Malott, know how much you Malott, know about Malad. Malad probably would have dusted him. That uh, I didn't know actually because I didn't know how uh, too much about Carcula other than what people were telling me. Yeah. Like, yo, the guy's a beast. Like, he's a uh, he is he's pretty good. He was pretty good. I remember watching him fight Jesse Gross. Yes, that, Gross that is was a beast the one too. Fight I remember, and then he just went disappeared. Uh, I've heard some things. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it on the DL. <laughs> but, I don't uh, want to get any more no, shit. No, Malat's a fucking good dude, though. Yeah, I, he's I met him a few times. Yeah, yeah he's uh, he's doing his thing down at Team Alpha Mill now, yeah, right? Yeah, good for him. Uh, but we had him fight uh, Alan Wilson on our card. Mm. Uh, and okay. that was actually supposed to be yeah that was supposed to be the Carcula fight yeah and then he pulled out and then uh, Wilson came in on a, like you a week's notice I was doing like I was like the logistics manager for that car okay so it was like Neil Neil Forrester he was okay. the one that was running it uh, and then I was kind of like putting together all the other moving pieces okay sweet uh, Cody Saftik was the one doing the matchmaking yeah, yeah. So I was helping him out with that stuff, but I was doing like all the groundwork, like nice, nice. securing the venue, all that type of oh, stuff. Yeah. So you've been like in this shit for oh, a while. Bro, I've, I started off <laughs> at 129, UFC 129 when okay. they came to Toronto first. I got lucky and got hooked up with the head of PR for Canada. Okay. And then uh, they're like, yo, we need help because we were getting like 300 media members. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll come help you guys. And then I just networked. That's where I met the owner of Score Fighting Series. Then I started helping him, fucking distributing tickets, putting up posters, doing all. I was cage crew for the first ever score fighting series okay, fuck <laughs> in yeah. fucking Hershey Center. That was fucking legit. It was, I think it was Romskis against Jordan Meehan as the main oh, event. Okay. That, was oh, some, yeah. that was a legit fucking fight. Um, and then from there, I just kept on networking, bro. I just wanted to like stay in the MMA industry as much as possible. I was hoping SEC was going to like pop off, but there's just not enough money behind it. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just super bare bones. MMA in Ontario is hard to run because it's so expensive. It. You're fucking wise. lucky, though. You and your brother are fucking lucky that you guys are coming, like really coming into it at this point. Yeah. Where yeah. there is the BTCs and there are the PFCs. Yeah, yeah. And I think Z Promotions is supposed to be coming down too. Yeah. That'll be a fucking legit car for you to yeah, hop on if you're able sweet. to. I've heard so many. The thing is, though, Alberta Promotions, they're about it until they really realize the cost of it out here oh yeah and then they're like never mind because <laughs> it's funny because pfc is doing the show in rebel nightclub yeah but you know who i originally heard that was going to do that i've talked to him was uh darren cliff at xffc yes he yes, kept yes, saying yes. it so many times so many yep. times and you know what? I, I, bet he, that too. I bet he's seen the bill what it was going to be and he said no fuck no why would you i do think that? it's jamie jamie champion running this yeah, one right yeah He's a legit dude, too. Yeah, he's I'm trying right. to get his ass in here as well because I know he has so much to talk about. I don't know how deep he is into MMA. I think he's just mainly like a, the money guy behind it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he promotes but, too as well. Yeah. Like, he, like he's in there. With like, the is he an MMA fan? Like, is yeah, he a UFC yeah. fan? Yeah, from what okay. I know. Yeah, he he has his uh, own little podcast with some other fighters okay. too and stuff like Sick. that. 
No, I definitely need to reach out to him, get him in here too, because he's another guy that I was hearing about from like way back in the day. But score fighting series, I'm I'm sure that's one that you probably wanted to get on. Like, yeah, I was too young sing- at the time. That's what I mean. Yeah. So, um, uh, I remember um, going to the score fighting series though to watch. Like Kyle was fighting yep. back on them and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I remember like Ryan Dixon fought on a couple of them mm-hmm. too. So yeah, I was working. I worked maybe like. I think six out of eight of them, mm-hmm. one of them in Sarnia, where clearly I'm not fucking welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still a great time. It was a fun fucking card. I think Chris Hordescu was main eventing that one. Oh, Brad Cardinal, he fought. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, the cut stoppage, that. right? Were you there? Yeah, yeah I was there. You were there? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and then uh, who was it? Uh, who was in the co main? John Frazier. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tyler Toner, I think it was. Okay, okay. That was a decent fight. I think everybody showed up just for that fight. Yeah. Because after that, the fucking crowd just dipped. sold tickets, I remember that. Yeah, because he's from Sarnia, yeah. right? Like, that's one thing you and your brother do really well, too, is you guys fucking bring a crowd when yeah, you guys come up to your fights. Yeah, especially Windsor, too. Uh, I feel like I have a pretty good backing. Like, uh, for sure. Windsor's not a big city as it is. Mm-hmm. It's not huge, but it's not small. But uh, uh, I feel like I have good support there. Like I'm pretty popular in the city and stuff yeah. like that. Especially with the jobs I have. Like I bartend and I'm a barber as barber well. Barber well, yeah, yeah. So like I'm always in the public and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, do people recognize you and stuff? There or is it just like oh, everybody time. that you like know? You just pretty uh, much fucking all the time. Everybody. I get people like, oh, yeah. you fight. Like you're the fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you find it demoralizing at all at the fact that Charles is in the UFC and that you're not? Oh, like, 100%. I, I hate, like, I hate giving these, like, amateurish questions, but, like, I feel like they are legitimate questions oh, that yeah. fighters should be able to, like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad or anything like that, but you have a W over this guy, and it was a very convincing W. Yeah. It's just timing. Yeah, kind of didn't work out right like he got lucky with the desmond green fight in terms of stepping in early for that yeah and, and if you look at the streak he was on after he uh, lost to me it was pretty good man like he he had some good I'm fights trying to remember well he beat morgan whooped his ass matar low was a the highly lapalus was a good win too yes but lapalus took that on literally one day's notice yeah because ronson <laughs> fell because of like some cream or some shit right uh, it was because of um i swear it was like some cream oh ringworm yeah, yeah. ringworm yeah, oh, i didn't know that they don't let you fight if you have ringworm I kind of understand that. I mean, it's it's not, but the, for me, the, what I look at ringworm is it's not it's not it's not damaging to your health, other than the fact that it's uh, just a, on your skin. <laughs> Do you know where his was for that? Uh, I have no idea. No, no idea. His back or something. Okay, like that. I don't know. I'm I'm in the I'm in the case of like yo ringworm. I'm like I don't know if anybody really wants to contract. But at that. that level, at that level, at that level, fighting, yeah, yeah, that was a title fight, cause right? Because if you ringworm takes like a week to get rid of when you mm-hmm. have cream you know what i mean it's not like it doesn't like affect your respiratory or nothing like that like you're not gonna die from ringworm you know what yo I mean? ronson so, must have been pissed oh hell yeah day of right? the fight and it's like i'm not sure what he gets paid but like for example say that say that's like five five grand you missed out on because of fucking ringworm yeah exactly know? and then you didn't get to fight for a while after that too and i'm sure if you ask anyone's opponent when someone has ringworm they're like i don't give a fuck <laughs> Like you're exposed to it every day in the gym. I would much. love to have asked like Laplus that that fucking question. Where's uh where's that fucking where's that fight? I want to pull that up. Uh, which fight was that? Uh, so this is Ronson did Laplus fight. Oh, Ronson didn't fight Laplus. But but it would say like canceled or something. Oh yeah, like. Charles Jordan. Oh, Char- what am I talking? Yeah, about? yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm <laughs> my bad. Uh, yeah. So then he had the Carlos Silva fight booked after that. So he fought three months after that for PFL. Yeah, and they really fucked him on that one with the Nathan Schultz fucking fight. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're supposed to fight after. Carlos Silva. Carlos Silva missed weight, 
and then they didn't give fucking Jesse Ronson the the points. the points. So then they put him up against like the toughest the, guy yeah, the to fight, champ. the former champ, uh-huh. and and stylistically the worst matchup for yeah, Ronson and then at they the gave time. Him some beast at one side. <laughs> <Yeah>, like, <laughs> they're just like, that. yo, okay, Ronson, you're in the UFC. Let's build up these other guys. Fuck you, yeah. dude. That's such a bitch move. But just getting back to the question about you and you, and, uh, like Charles being in the UFC, and yeah. you're not like. I guess it was just timing, right? Like that's yeah. For me, I'm not like mad that he's in the UFC. I don't really give a mm-hmm. fuck like about success wise. It's it's like I'm not jealous of his success. His success, but yeah. for me, it was like he got like the bonus in his last fight. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, this guy made a hundred grand Canadian. About worked out too. Yeah. Probably a little more. Yeah. And I'm sitting here living at my fucking dad's house. <laughs> and I beat this dude's ass. You know what I mean? Like I know, that. Bro. That's what's killing. That's what yeah. hurts me. Like. The, the more the more I fight, the more like time I cut weight and how, what I see, like I put effort in, like how I feel like I stack up to some of the guys that I trained with before that are yeah. high level or guys that I've beaten and I see what they're getting paid compared to me. I'm like, dude, I'm putting in the fucking work. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm showing that I have the skills too and I'm still not getting paid, but it's a matter of who you know and stuff. It's not like I'm not, it is what it is. My time's going to come. I'm a little younger than him. So mm-hmm. um, it is what it is. But have you, have you gotten... Uh, opportunities in terms of stepping out on short notice for any of these bigger promotions? Um, yeah, I ha- there's some, hopefully some stuff in the works right uh, now. I can't really say <laughs> You better tell my ass off camera. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I saying. I don't chirp, chirp, but I just want to fucking know afterwards. But uh, that's good to hear, dude. Like, yeah. I, I, like you, you got a three fight winning streak going on right now. Uh, you're the PFC champ. Um, you were the former TKO champ. Yeah. So these are some good credentials and defended it. Yeah. Um, I have three five round fights. So Jordan yeah. was five rounds. I finished no, that round in the fifth. Dude, the No Guerra fight was, was sick. Yeah, I remember watching that fight, fight too. Basically, that was a that crazy fight. fight. And it's like he was on a thirteen fight win streak. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, I so, just saw the the amount of experience he had going into that fight. Thirty one yeah. fights against a nine fight vet. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's crazy. And he was yeah, he's old. And you should see the guy. The guys he fought weren't slouches either. Mm-hmm. Like he's been beating good guys and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I yeah let's ass. let's see that. I'm gonna re up on it. You want another beer? You good? Uh, yeah, I'll take another one. You switching over to Canadian? Oh, it's all good. <laughs> Unless you want some whiskey. Uh, I'm good with whatever, dude. I'm good with whatever. Trying to get dude. you back safe. I'm pretty easy. <laughs> I only got to go to Mississauga from here. So oh yeah, you staying over there? Yeah, cause uh, the fights. So my brother's fighting, right? So I'm Isn't it the in? Hotel. So they're they're at the airport at near the airport. Their hotel. They so didn't that, get you guys to the hotel down by the fucking venue. I don't think so. Come on, no. uh, because uh, I thought you were coming up from uh, from from Toronto. That's why. No, no, no. We're uh, well. I'm not gonna fucking blast over the fucking. Well, staying, Mississauga's but. not far from here, right? No, bro. Yeah. It's like like literally twenty the, minutes, probably. From yeah, here south. There. That's yeah. it. It's not that far at all. That's why I was tripping. I'm like, yo, he's gonna have to come to Toronto. He's gonna yeah. like, go through all this traffic and shit. But he's all good. Um, and I was the only second person to finish him. Damn. Let's see. Let's see who's on this fucking record here. Anthony Dizzy too. I think he's in the UFC. No, really? He. I'm pretty sure he. I is. haven't heard of that kid before. Uh, he fought Hanato Mokano. Oh yeah, yeah. Back in 2011, bro, this guy has been fighting for a minute. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so he started fighting when I was eight, eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this Freer guy might have been in the UFC Will at one mean? point. 26 and 6 now. I could be wrong. 
Oh yeah, you're right. He fought Whalen yeah. Low in 2011. There we go. Yeah. So he that that's him. weird that it like went past my head because that's like by the time I was like balls deep in the UFC, mm-hmm. I would I recognize almost every fucking name. Like even this Anthony Dizzy guy, I do not think he's in the UFC. No, I'm pretty sure he is, man. All right, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, M1, oh, M1, <laughs> Cage Warriors, not bad. Bellator. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was in the UFC, man, for sure. But anyways, uh, but we uh, I do, we didn't really finish up uh, about your brother in terms of how he's fighting this guy because I was even looking at his record. This guy fought Jimmy Rivera. This guy Aljamain. fought Aljamain Sterling. This guy's fought like he beat Brian Keller actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's been he's fighting. Uh, this guy's had and he had his debut. I think in like two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is obviously going to get released after your brother fights anyway, so it's yeah. kind of. It's kind of weird to continue talking about it, but I, I am interested in the the relationship that you guys have, because you did you guys legit like start training at the same time? Yeah, yeah. The like same your time. first MMA class, that you guys did or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, together. Yeah, like he he he. It wasn't like a thing for him, you know. Like at, at that age, he kind of just did whatever I did, mm-hmm. so it just worked out that way. Um, and uh, yeah, so he turned out to be really good. So you guys are two years apart, three years apart, uh, like one. Like one, one year, year and two months. Oh, like uh, once you take the months into consideration. Yeah. What do we got? Zach Makovsky was another one. This guy fought. Bo Harris is another guy. Anthony Anthony Leone was yeah. a fucking big one. Brian Keller, Aljamain Sterling, Jimmy Rivera. Yeah, this guy's been fine for a minute. Um, what's the game plan going into this fight? Again, this uh, is not going to be released until after. I feel like my brother um, <clears throat> really, like he's, he's talented in every aspect of MMA. So I feel like he's better than this guy everywhere, but... Uh, really, it's just he's got to take his time. He's got to uh, relax a little bit because he hits like harder than anybody I know. Basically, really? especially pound for pound, <laughs> mm-hmm. pound for pound, he puts people to sleep, no problem. Um, like, it's, look, it, all his wins are like knockouts, pretty much. Yeah, the, uh, yo, the three, head kick three, against three fucking Sam DeBalk. Yeah, and it was like perfectly Ooh. set up too. It's oh, like, beautiful! It's like for him, yeah, three out of four wins by knockout, and Darren Eamon's never even been finished, let mm-hmm. alone knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um. In eighteen fights, um, it's it's ridiculous how much you guys actually look alike. Like yeah, there are bro- yeah. like me and my brother don't look like yeah. uh, as much as he, you- he's just smaller than me. That's, about <laughs> that's the only it. Difference. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the only fucking. And then he has like a giant like chest, chest tattoo. That's yeah. about it. I'm like I, I felt bad every time like people just keep mixing you guys up like TJ and Tony. Oh, just to help that you guys both start that's, with T that as might well. Be the reason I don't like Robin Black so much because he every, fucked that yeah, up. every time he did that in TKO multiple times too. That no, could be the reason I don't like him. And the girl Kara kept fucking like uh trying to correct, correct him and shit him, yeah, too because she's around us all the time though, yeah but. she fucking knows the difference right off the bat um is there um is there something that you kind of regret from your past like your your what is it 14 fights now yeah let's take the losses off the table okay is there I, anything I that you kind of regret i don't regret losing i regret uh like some of the focus i had and how i acted after my some of my success you know what i mean like when i fought in uh TKO there and after the Noguera win, like mm-hmm. obviously with his record too. And like, I just stopped a, a guy on a 13 fight win streak. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, the guy who just beat the guy who beat me, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> All the MMA like, math working itself out. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, dude, I'm the fucking man. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I, I probably didn't train as hard after that. You know what I mean? I didn't have like the motivation as much. And like, it was like, I didn't think I needed to get like better skill wise. Mm-hmm. Right. I was kind of too into partying between like the, when I won the belt to when I lost it, you know what I mean? And it was the, just, the no uh, Guerra fight to the Morgan fight. Yeah. So it was more like personally, I have regrets as a like personal regrets, you know what I mean? More than like what I've done in my career. You feel like you, it got to your head a bit. Yeah. Is that kind of sure. what it is? And it was like, 
because I was young, you know what I mean? Like, and then even that's what I mean. That's why I'm glad I had that first Vince Murdoch loss. Cause mm -hmm. the reason I say that is because that was during the era of like, um, like Sage Northcutt. Cause he was, oh, like, yeah. he's only a year older than me, I think. Okay. Or maybe the same year. And, uh, I was like, fuck, I only need to get to like four or five and oh, and these guys are probably going to sign me. Cause yeah. I'll come out hot like that. And, uh, so that that's what was in my head. So I'm kind of glad that slowed me down because I think about where I was when I was 18. I beat the shit out of me when I was eight. I yeah. beat now. Beat the shit out of me when I was 18. You know that, yeah, that's yeah. how I feel. It's a good way of looking at it, though, for yeah. sure. And uh, so it's like, for me now, I'm just glad that anytime I look back, I'm like, okay, I'm better than I was. I'm better than I was. I'm better than I was. And I'm only mentally 22. and skill wise oh, as well, mentally, right? 100 percent for me. Um, like, do you feel a little bit more humble now? Essentially, yeah, 100%, like 100. percent I'm humble. But at the same time, like I, I still like you still I, gotta I'll have talk that cocky, shit. yeah, bro. You still I need to shit. have that cocky swag every now and then. But you need yeah. to know when to be like, like, like I hate comparing it to like a Conor McGregor, mm -hmm. but it's like he's obviously cocky and all that shit leading up to the fight. But afterwards, he's like, all right, you know, either I got my ass whooped or I yeah. beat you. All right, let's move on to the next good fight. Blah blah blah. Because you know I, I mean? felt this is how I always feel like you can see someone who's not confident is when they start acting out of character. Interesting. You know what I mean? That's a good way Anytime of looking at it. Anytime you see someone who's acting a little different than the normal than they normally act, they're either pretending to be something or not. Mm -hmm. uh, for what reason, though? Something's, yeah. There's something's going on in their head, and that's how I was. That's how I was starting to do. I, I wasn't acting like me anymore, and uh, it, it was like I was being a little bit more cocky, talking a little bit more shit, and it was like getting in faces of opponents and shit like that. When it's like I haven't really been like that before in the past, yeah. and for me, it's just like. Yeah, I'll be confident in interview. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to beat his ass, whatever. But uh, when it comes down to like, I'm not going to like, oh, like say, try to talk shit to someone when I see him or like, yeah, it's, it's not, I'm not attacking someone as a person anymore. You know what I mean? Like you're I, a competitor. Yeah, to I'm me. a competitor. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Like, uh, you're just fucking part of the game that I got to win. That's it. Yeah. And you're, like, you're the variable that changes every time I step into the ring. Yeah. That's it. A hundred percent. That's how I always look at MMA. It's just a game, man. I just got to win the game. So that's a good way um, of looking at it. And, uh, but yeah, so it's just like, I was starting to act out of character a little bit. I was being like super arrogant, like just saying dumb shit. It was yeah. honestly embarrassing <laughs> now to look at it. Do but. you like look at videos of you back then and be like, yeah, or, or come like, across videos and be like, what the f yeah, come what on TJ, get like, your shit together. Yeah, I was acting <laughs> stupid. Like in the big, big, uh, big scheme of things, I wasn't shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like who am I now? I'm still nobody. I'm still yeah. nobody. You know what I mean? I might be well known to some people, but yeah. And the big picture, I'm I'm nobody. You know, you're, you're, I don't got money. Still, yeah. I don't got shit. You know what I mean? I'm fucking driving a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> I'm chilling at my dad's house. Yeah. Like fuck, I don't. I ain't got. That's nothing. a life of a fighter, though. You yeah, know what I mean? that's how it goes, though. Until I, they're able, even if they make it to the UFC, like yeah, some it can guys still are be like that. Fuck yeah, making ten and ten, which is yeah, fucking stupid. That's what your base starts out at, like ten and ten. Or I right now, like, you're probably like, yo, give me that ten and ten. Oh yeah, but I'll still be living at my dad's house <laughs> exactly. and driving a Corolla. I'll just have ten and ten in the bank. <laughs> a little bit more gas in the tank. That's yeah, about it. That's it. So I, I could see why you had that. You're, you're, you're saying that like Sage Northcutt type of mentality in terms of, okay, I get three or four wins. I can get into the UFC. Oh, dude, I, want, I was I was thinking just superstar. superstar just just because superstar. like, yo, first three fights finishes, all of them, first round finishes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think I can see after three fights, especially with the, 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 the hype that you had coming yeah. into your pro career too. Like I'm sure Sean Shelby and those guys have heard of you. There's, yeah. there's no fucking way they have not especially heard of you in the to, past. To, uh, well, I would have had the, should have been win over Murdoch. That's yeah, how yeah, I yeah. looked at it. And then say two finishes after that. That would have been six you were with right five there. finishes, you know? You would like, have been right there. It would have been hard to deny that yeah. at that point. But do, do you uh, say say you did get that Vince Murdoch W. Say they gave it to you. 
and then you did get the next Peltier win or whatever the fuck it was, and you got signed to the UFC. Do you think you would have been ready at that time? No, hell no. No. No, there's not a chance. Like, but I would have been as cocky as I was after I won the belt. I would have been three times as cocky at 19. <laughs> fuck yeah, in the UFC bro. making money. You probably would have lost all your friends. Yeah, but like, yo, dude, this guy's getting way too... I would have been like... Dude, I'm making fucking st- stupid money in the UFC. Like, yeah. Fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. all this shit. I would, I would, like, at that point, I wasn't even, like, training anywhere outside of Windsor. So, like, oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, my skills were so limited to, to, to where I was at. And yeah. it's just like, and that's no knock on Reno and those guys, too. No. Just because, like, you do need to burst out of that bubble every now 100%. Then. Like, there's nothing more than more real, like, uh, I would say, like, more like a fight than getting out of your comfort zone and sparring or training with other guys. Cause For sure. that's like new looks. You don't see from uh that you see every day in your own gym you know it's what's like, the what's the first gym you actually traveled to go to uh, to Michigan train to top team okay yeah that was your first look with like was it like crookshank and uh, cody and Crookshank cody and those guys like that. i reached out to stamen first because i think uh, i started training with him just when he got signed by the ufc like nice. right when he fought he fought terry and where and then uh, mm-hmm. i started training with him afterwards and uh, he's a beast too yeah he's, he's awesome, why he's won me some good money too yeah, yeah. dude he's <laughs> I a love super style, underdog dude. man his, his style is fucking legit, dude. Yeah. I, I love fighters that have that. What I look for, like my top two things whenever I'm betting a fighter, wrestling advantage and cardio mm-hmm. advantage. If you have both of those, yeah. my money's on you. And for him, it's it's like he, he knows how to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, like even if some of his wins aren't like super dominating, you know yeah. you know he's winning. You know what I mean? Like he knows how to win the rounds. And, his, uh, and his striking he, is good enough as well where he's able oh, to. Oh, his striking is really good, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's fighting 18, uh, March two and one, bro. That's a ridiculous. And his first loss was also some, some something similar to mine. Like I was mean Sterling. Oh, oh no. earlier, earlier, yeah, yeah. yeah it was well, like, the same kind of thing. Oh, split decision loss. Wow, yeah. look at that. You guys almost have like the same career trajectory, bro. A little bit. Yeah. Like he's just a little bit ahead of you, just because he's been around. And for this a is what long. I this is what I think too. Like when I'm thinking about getting in the UFC, I think about guys like this. He was fucking thirteen and one before he got signed to the UFC. Yeah, that's you true. You know what I mean? So these like, guys got to put in time. Yeah, so you got to put in the time. It's like. You know what I mean? Like, why me over someone else? I'm sure there's someone who's fucking 15 and one. There's a TJ Laramie in fucking Arizona somewhere yeah, right now. Who, who might be crazy record. I, well, yeah. I don't know anybody in North America personally, but uh, <laughs> you're doing like, your there research, might, there, there, there might be. Oh, I'm on topology all day. <laughs> but there might be a guy who's fucking like Khabib's cut type record over in That's Russia so who's fucking not getting paid shit, and he he he's not in the UFC. You know, so there's this kid like, that I just recently followed on Twitter. He has like a 26 and 0 amateur record. I don't know what the fuck, uh, Murdov or some shit like that. And I'm just like, okay, why do you have 25 amateur? Why would you even bother with that? What, what's 25 in? I don't know. I only have one, in amateur. So I, can't, yeah, exactly. I can't relate. Like I think I think I think five. <laughs> Unless or six. he only did M- MMA, that makes sense because I have way more than 25 competitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's only done MMA. That's understandable, but. I'm sure he's done like wrestling tournaments or yeah. sambo tournaments or some shit like that. Um, but what's Cody Stamen, yo, this, this Honey Barcelos fight is tough. Yeah, it is. A, That's I, a rough I, I, fight. I'm I not going to lie. I think uh, Barcelos is a beast, man. 15 <laughs> and 1. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm staying away from this fight. I'm probably not going to bet this fight. It's a hard one to bet just because I feel like he hasn't fought the competition, right? He hasn't fought guys that are super like Said Nurmagomedov. Probably biggest like, Pro, the biggest him. win but everybody else is like i don't even know who the fuck yeah. carlos watching Car- carlos watching jump, uh, jumped in on short notice he yeah. was supposed to fight nurmagomedov that night yeah and then gutierrez, gutierrez. is all right yeah. but he's no he's no uh showstopper nope. same with kurt hallbaugh too he's a he's a more of a journeyman yeah and that, that that's how i look at that he has Bobby some good Moffat, wins outside of the ufc Tyler but Turner. then uh you look at um yeah i don't feel i i, steer, I seriously don't feel like uh this you, you gotta gonna, take that narrative to a certain extent though in terms of uh using past experiences like 
okay, this guy hasn't fought anybody, but yeah. You how, can't say how, just old he, how old is this guy? Uh, let's see. I think he's like 30. 34. 34. So it's like at that age, though. This is probably the best he, he's going to get. Has he gotten better? Has he gotten better? But this is probably the best Barcelos he'll see. Oh, for sure. Right? That's, oh, 100%. That's what I believe too. And uh, that that's another thing too, even when I research my opponents is like, how do they progress in between fights? Do they even look any different? So that's if I know what I know to, to expect, you know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, I feel like when I was like training with Cody just like last week mm -hmm. or whatever, I feel like he was looking better than I've ever sparred him. You know Who do you, mean? oh yeah, he had the Yudong Song fight. And that's what I mean. Fuck, people were saying the same thing about, oh, look at all the guys he fought. Oh, Brian Carey is going to beat his ass. Tom Dukumal was like, fuck. Uh, yeah, he was hot shit back hot then. Hot shit. And yeah, yeah. that was a bullshit split decision, man. Fucking yep. Cody Oh, I had money on fight. Cody in that fight too, actually. And he easily won that fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, won that fight. And then, um. Caraway fight was, uh, Caraway, it was close. Yeah. It was close. Uh, then he fought Sterling. I thought he won the first round against Sterling. Mm -hmm. Um, Sterling's just strong, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like an awkward strong when it comes to jujitsu as he, well. He's big, man. I seen him at the PI and, mm -hmm. uh, he's huge. Uh, mm -hmm. and then Perez was on a streak, I think, before he won money on that one too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then with Yudong Song, he was knocking motherfuckers out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Cody won that fight, man. <laughs> I, you know opinion. what? I actually, I think we did you a. That down I think sure. we did the. Hold on, let, let, let me see. I don't remember how I scored that, but I'm pretty certain I did a, a an episode for that fight. Then I don't want to rub it into your face right now. Let's see what the fuck it is, though. <laughs> um, we did so. Look, we did Riddell Mustafa. We did Felder Hooker. I thought Felder I won thought that fight. Felder won that shit. Thank man. you. I, three, I think the last three too. rounds, he for sure won. That's what I think. Uh, no, there was one round that I think Hooker had. Uh, I think Felder won number five, four for sure. I thought four for sure. Yeah, you're right. And like then I the forgot what the other two, one. He was beating his ass. I think he was number two that okay. I think he won as he well edged too. It out, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. four, and five. Two, yeah. four, and five. Felder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, five. I think they are giving a hooker the the takedown and saying that he did enough to no. win the fight. No, dude, that, anytime, that's not effective grappling. No. And Fuck when, you. when Felder, anytime Felder land like touched hooker, he was moving, man. Yeah, like he was getting. The only shitty part about that is the fact that Felder shows his damage. Mm. That's the hooker. Dude, yeah. Didn't look like he He's went got that 25 fair minutes. skin, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously. That's one. You don't seem like you get cut easily or hurt easily or superficial. I've, never, I've only been like, even when I broke my orbital, I didn't have a cut on my face. It was just like puffed up. But Which fight did you break your uh, orbital? My second Morgan fight. Okay, okay. And uh, I've never had like a cut, like a full on bleeding cut in a fight once. Not, no adversity to deal with that. Let's see. There we go. Stamen versus Yudong. Usually put it right at the end there. Let's see. I honestly do not remember how I scored the fight. I had a draw. Yeah, I had a draw. <laughs> but so CSS is something that me and my, my boy came up with. Uh, it's like relative scoring system almost. Okay. So it's like if you want around, because not all 10 nines are the same. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, if you want around way more dominant in the first round than you did in the third round, you should have more weight on that first round. So it oh, should be so a 10-8. Like your own scoring system. It should be a 10-8. Yeah. You know what, what I seen thought. online that was pretty sweet? It was like half point rounds. I'm not, I don't know if I'm a fan of that though. Really? Like, what's your, what's your argument for that though? Why, so like, why do you think you like say, that? Say you feel like a guy edged out around like a, like a little bit. That's like a, a 10 to 9.5. Okay. You know what I mean? And that shit adds up though. If you have the... If the if you have the next rounds that are like ten nine and ten nine and then mm -hmm. the deciding factor is at point five, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's why I think they should be a little bit more uh like generous with the ten eights. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. like if he clearly won that round and there's yeah. no doubt about it, ten eight. And I feel too like uh grappling's like underscored now in MMA almost. Mm. To where it's like I feel like if a guy gets off no shots, 
from the bottom or no submission attempts for, and you're on top of them for five minutes. I feel like that's a 10, eight to me. You completely dominated the round. There's no question. I'd agree. You didn't. So, so let's say it takes you 30 seconds to finally get the fight to the mm-hmm. ground. And for four minutes and 30 seconds, you're right out the top position. Yeah. If the guy legitimately does nothing off of his back. Yeah. Doesn't throw any shots. Doesn't Which drop any submissions. Often, in my opinion. Yeah. A lot of guys aren't striking from the bottom, but you got to stay active as a top guy as well. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. Even if it's pitter like patter shots, if you're going from like back to mount to back to fucking yeah. like, and throwing shots in here and there, you know what I mean? And throwing in strikes. It was like, well, that guy had zero winning moments in the round. Yeah. You it know? didn't look like he was going to pull off a no. submission or anything like that. Yeah. Did you watch the BTC fights this past week? Uh, I only watched the last two, last one. Like uh, the last you didn't fight. see Vogel and Sadiq. Oh wait, yeah, that is you the saw one that? I seen. That yeah. was the third. I actually, last one. did watch that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good example in terms of like a fight playing out pretty much in the grappling realm. Yeah, and that could have been a ten eight rounds for grappling in for my Vogel. opinion. Yeah, I, I could see that though, because like anytime Sadiq tried to like switch over or you know uh, try to bump to his back. Vogel was always one step ahead. Yeah. It was, that's probably one of the best like grappling performance I've seen in terms of being one step ahead all the time. Yeah. Every, anytime Sadi was trying to turn, the guy's like, all right, I got your back again. Yeah. The fuck is good. That's why I, I think like even times where it's like someone has someone pinned up against the cage and like, it's almost like they're scoring more points for people getting out of that position now than they are people who are actually engaging into the position. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you're not the one controlling where you're at. Mm-hmm. You're you're there because that guy's put you, put there. you there. And but but have the to damage though. But for me, oh, the, yeah, it damage, comes down to damage, yeah, right? Because it's a fight. Yeah, I know what you mean by that. You got to give him like uh, a little bit of a notch up for getting the fight to the ground. Yeah. But what are you going to do with that? Perfect example: Edson Barboza versus Paul Felder. Yeah. I'm not sure if you remember that fight where Barboza takes him down, but Felder's just landing elbows off the yeah. back, splits him open. He won that round simply just due to that. Yeah, damn. Barboza didn't do fuck all from t- yeah, from on yeah. top, right? How do you how do you feel about that in terms of you know, if you're doing if you're doing real damage from the bottom, for sure, I feel like yeah. it should be scored your way. And it's like me being a guy who who's on top a lot and a guy who uh, who fights from the top position. If I felt like I was getting hit, I would want to move. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, I would not hold on to that position thinking I'm thinking I'm uh, winning the fight. It does not look I mean? good at That's all. Why, for for me, uh, my fight against Paris actually, <laughs> out of 15 minutes of that fight. I'm not exaggerating. I was probably on top of him for 14. Oh shit! I swear to God, like that's how literally that, like I right told off you the bat. It was boring. It was every boring. like right off the bat, yeah. From every the, the, the bell, yeah. Just take down. I was I was on glued on him in a winning position. 14 <laughs> out of 15 minutes, that's and there nuts. was he didn't land anything significant either. He landed a couple body kicks and like a few elbows to like the side of my head when I was going for a takedown once. Yeah, and uh, and the first round I did damage on top. Second round I did a little damage. Third round I didn't do shit. Yeah, but. Uh, one of the judges gave him a round. So it was like, shit like that is like crazy to me. It's like, unless you like drop me in that one minute that mm. you had of fucking like yeah. thing, you should not be winning that round. It's a, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. fucking nuts. So it was like, it's like almost like either the judge was in fucking watching the fight or they overscored his fucking two body kicks in that mm-hmm. round, you know? So it was like, did you, did you watch the, the Australia card, the hooker and Felder card? Did you watch it in full? Uh, like the main card at least? I, I'm did, not, I get them all mixed up. Okay. Now, uh, Brad Riddell versus uh, Magomed Mustafaev. Oh yeah. I did watch that. Remember that fight? That was a sweet fight. That was a, that was a sweet fight too. That, that was a split decision that we I also covered Riddell as well. I thought Riddell won that shit. I thought Riddell won as well. I yeah. thought he won rounds two and three. Yeah. Round one, though, was very interesting to me. That's one round that my boy scored for Mustafa or for Riddell. I scored for Mustafa. If you remember, I'll quickly he, refresh um, your memory. Uh, Riddell dropped, dropped him. Dropped him. Yeah. And then after that, Mustafa got humped, the whole, humped him the whole humped time. Humped him, but he did land like, 
he landed a couple knees every like maybe 10 seconds or so. Yeah. He's landing some knees trying to stay active. And he stayed active enough in the top position where the referee didn't even try to separate them. But did you think Riddell won the second round? I thought Riddell won yeah, the second, second round. Second third. Because, That's yeah. what I thought too. Yeah. I didn't think he won. The, I thought the first round was up in the air. Okay. I, I wanted to get your perspective in terms yeah. of like, do you think, okay, getting dropped once. And I tried to even like take into consideration the follow-up shots after the yeah, drop as well. because it's he like, how, maybe close, two shots. how close was the ref to stepping in? Exactly. He hit him with two more shots after he dropped him. Yeah. But after that, Mustafa reverses the position yeah. and lays on him and lands consistent enough shots. So do you think, you know, dropping a fighter once, um, you know, the first minute was a lull and then he drops him, lands two good shots and then gets grappled fucked for three minutes and 30 yeah. seconds. Who do you think should win that I round? I think the grappler wins, especially he's doing around. some damage on top. And <laughs> I feel like he was going for that's submission. a grappler's that's a grappler's mentality. But I though, feel right? like he was going for some, some submissions too, wasn't he? Uh, he might have been. I can't totally remember. I just remember him not letting like go of a body lock yeah. and just continuously like kneeing him. But that's he like, had his back. He had some sort of yeah. dominant grappling position at some point mm -hmm. afterwards. So it was like, what did you do with the damage? You didn't do much. Yeah, it didn't really lead to anything. You no. know what I mean for you, right? So I yeah. feel like. In that aspect, I feel like the grappler wins. But the difference in round two was the fact that he wasn't as offensive with his grappling. Yeah, he, he, didn't land, he had a damage. couple close positions that yeah. were like, he almost got him. Yeah. But Riddell was moving him with shots. He was fucking him up. And he was hurting him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was hurting him. Um, uh, how, how close did you follow the UFC? Uh, I've watched pretty much most of the fights. Like prelim to fucking main card? Uh, if it's like a talked about fight yeah especially any featherweight fight i watch that shit oh yeah he had a yeah potential potential opponent 135 right? in featherweight fights i'm always are you talking that. about potentially going to 135 in the menu future maybe we'll see are you kidding goes. me bro we'll see. you seem like a little tick boy you know yeah I mean? oh dude yeah <laughs> we'll see we'll see it's it's a, ma a matter of consistency and i'm working with uh dr callum now so he's okay helping me oh yeah yeah yeah. he, he did a lot, lot of good work for those guys down in hamilton and stuff yeah. too yeah yeah no I, I keep hearing about him uh he worked with my guy neil and hordad a couple times okay, as well too yeah um oh dude i remember uh, that's your boy dude i thought he whooped kyle nelson's ass thank that you <laughs> that's where i remember Bro, SEC from actually. yes that dude, was a he, that was a sick fight he beat kyle nelson's ass though i, I thought he beat him two rounds for yes, sure yes yes like he dominantly won two rounds i, I gotta i gotta watch the fight again because it's been fucking almost nine yeah. years or some shit but uh yeah i remember him winning that fight yeah uh but they gave it to fucking mm. the monster um Obviously, I hated him after that. I don't know if anyways. I think you don't like idiot. Nelson. No. Interesting. Did you guys have like a run in or something? Or? Oh, we've talked a few times like that. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm not trying like, to get some TMZ shit going. I'm just no. It's fine. It's fine. I'm I don't really curious. Care, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not uh, gonna sound bite this shit. It anymore. is what it is. <laughs> Uh, you can. I don't give a I shit. I don't know, dude. bro. I don't do that. <laughs> I, I, that's that's one thing I don't want to do with the podcast. Yeah. Be like, yo, just look. He just talks shit about Kyle Nelson. <laughs> nah, I don't give a fuck. And uh, but for for me, I remember him like. Just like uh, I tried, I wanted to fight him before. I remember okay. being like Reno, like, "Oh, Rory's right there. Ask him what's up. Like, why can't we fight fucking Kyle Nelson yeah. next?" Uh, it was after my first TKO fight that I wanted to fight him, and uh, dude, they were not about it. And it's like, look at his record, man. He takes easy ass fights ninety nine percent of the time. Let me, let me <laughs> let, let's let's do a quick audit because <laughs> I won't call my boy Neil and Horn at an easy fight. No, no, no. <laughs> but outside of that, no. Outside of that, let's dude, see. he fought a guy. He was like fucking like seven and one, and fought a guy who was oh and oh. What? I swear. Let's see this. Okay, so first fight Dubois. He bought. Uh, he fought Hordad in his fourth fight. Halikius was Halkius was a guy that was like kind of highly tied as well. He was tiny though. He was Halkius was a little dude. Yeah, man. I, remember. I remember hearing a lot about him. Ainsley Robinson was like forty. That, that was SEC two. That was our second event. Dude, were you? No, you weren't there for that. One. No, no, bro. 
Have you seen video of it? Mm-mm. Taps him out, puts him out. I mean, not, yeah. not even tap, he put him out. And Ainsley's son jumps into the cage, somehow gets past all of our security, jumps into the cage, like, oh my God. Oh, like he's tripping out about his dad fucking being out. We're like, what the fuck? I'm looking over. I'm like, yo, security. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but that's a fight game. And then he loses to uh, Adrian. Yeah. I've trained with him before. Oh, okay. Gabriel Manuka is who you're talking about. Look at this about. shit. Look at this Yo, shit. Yo, this is, this is their fucking, what is it? Uh, what's that country they go? Romania. Yeah. Setup fights. That's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Krulin. Shout out Krulin. <laughs> yeah. Look at that guy. All his wins. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. How do you back- go into, uh, what do I have? Halkius up? Yeah. Look, he didn't even fight after he fought Kyle Nelson. Halkius. So, that, yeah, yeah, that's true. He wasn't about it. Um, so, he got seven and five, four and five. Okay. Jonathan Brookings be- was whatever. I thought Brookings won. Oh yeah. Uh, then you got O and O, and then Common Worthy is a good win in the UFC. Now just finished Devontae and then Smith. You got four and one, four and one guy for RXF again. Yeah, that's that. That's that Romania league. They even had this guy uh, Nikolai Nemegoriano or whatever the fuck is. Is yeah. Uh, he fought Saperbeg Safarov last time around. The guy was just dusting dudes at RXF. Comes into UFC and then just gets grapple fucked by this yeah, low level light heavyweight who's now a middleweight who's yeah. fighting tonight actually. So he was actually eight and one when he. Uh, or sorry, he should have been nine and one when he got in the UFC because those three <laughs> wins don't count. <laughs> if I'm being honest, any RXF fight don't count. <laughs> Bro, then, I, uh, I love the bluntness. I fucking then, love it. And then Matt Salas beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Matt Salas is a, yo. He, let's let's give him this though. He had some success in that first round against Fajeda. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, but that sure. was more so. I think Fajeda layoff. Yeah, two year layoff. <laughs> two year layoff, and I don't think Fajeda was really expecting him to come out like that. No, the guy knew he was like, "Yo, I took the fight on like four days' notice. So let me just go in there and try to make a point yeah. against Fajeda." And then he gasses himself out, gets oh, fucking gratified, and then Polo Reyes. Polo Reyes is getting knocked out Eight by everybody. Six. Don't even matter. But he's just he just get knocked. I think yeah. he was coming off of two or three knockout losses going into that fight too, and he's oh, cut from the God. UFC. I didn't even that. know that. That's yeah. disgusting. Drew Dober, Demir Hadzovic got put up by both of them in under two minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> and then James Vick put his ass Dude, out yeah, too. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't know Marco? Four out of five you know, fights? You know Reyes, no? You don't know Polo Reyes? I don't know. I know Bro. enough shit about Kyle Nelson that I should have known about this. <laughs> <laughs> even more discredit. <laughs> no, dude, his fight with uh, Lil Dong, Dong Young Ma. Yeah. Bro, I'm going to... How was he in the UFC this long? <laughs> he, he went through that fucking... He was in Latin America, top yeah, Latin America. That's shit. what it was. There's shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. What, who's the best? Santiago Ponzinibbio was the best guy. I think so. Yeah, oh, wait. Yeah. Yer actually came off that too. Who's that? Oh, yeah, Yer, yeah, 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 yeah. You're other right. Other than that, those two. Yeah. That's it. But yo, I, I'll text you after this. I'm going to text you to watch the Dong Young Ma fight against mm. Polo Reyes. It was a crazy fight? Craziest fight I think I've ever seen. Really? Not gonna lie. I've been watching since 2009. Yeah. Probably craziest fight I've ever seen. That's sweet. I'm, don't look at who won that fight because I want yeah. you to be on a little bit of edge when you see that shit. But yeah, um, well, how do we even talk about Kyle Nelson? Anyway. How do we get him. to that? Oh yeah, yeah. I talked about uh, Neil and Hordat and yeah. then you're like, yo, I thought he won that Kyle Nelson. I agree, dude. Because that was, essentially SEC was like our Grant's MMA card. Okay. Like I used to work at Grant's. That was another yeah. job that I used okay. to have. I used to be a GM over there. And uh, that was kind of our way of being like, all right, we want to get all of our guys fights. Build them up a bit, yeah. Not even just build them up, just get them fights, bro. Yeah, like yeah. Ontario MMA was a wasteland at that yeah. time. There's nobody doing shows. Uh, Score Fighting Series just, you know, fell fucking off, fell off. off yeah. Or got fucking uh, Rogers bottom out or whatever it was. Uh, and we're just trying to get our guys fights. Abdullah Taimori was another guy that we're trying to get fights. Okay. Um, have you ever trained at Grants or, or talked to uh, anybody from up there? No, I talked Stout a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You guys train together or something? No, or do, well, no, obviously you guys like got trained. I met him a couple times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm out of mind. 
<laughs> I don't know him enough to have an opinion, right? Yeah, so. yeah. No, no, I've had nothing but good dealings with the guys, too. I've helped yeah. him with, like, his medicals and shit. Yeah. Like, when I used to work out there, yeah, I tried managing the guys, too, to, to get a little bit more experience on my end. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do in MMA, to be honest. Like, yeah. I just knew I wanted to I be an be MMA. part of it, yeah. Somehow, I'm not a fighter. Yeah. The yeah. most I do is fucking go hit the hit the bag every now and yeah. then. you're not going to come and be like, oh, well, when I had this one street fight, <laughs> I, I did this and shit like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fuck. Nah, bro. My stomach says KFC right now, not UFC, <laughs> so it's all good. Um, what else uh, do you kind of like envision for yourself for 2020? I know I you got I'm, some I'm shit. I'm going to be in the UFC by the end of the year. <laughs> 100%. It's going to happen. Because uh, there's no fucking way I go more than one more win without getting in. That you'll in be four, four straight wins if you get another W. Four straight wins, 12 and three. Yeah. Um, at 22. I always thought my age was a big push for me. I, I would agree with that. Because like, there's no Canadian even close to my age. Everybody else is almost fucking 30 or like close to. The one name that I'm so pissed that's probably never going to get into the UFC and I kind of consider it my boy, Jesse Arnett. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. It's unfortunate for whatever... Uh, he, he was just old when he got into MMA, right? He was old when he got into the MMA, but he was on a ridiculous streak. Oh, fuck yeah. Had the opportunity yeah. to get onto that Edmonton card, yeah. and TKO's like, nope. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Come on, Patry. Like, no, that's Stephon not a good... Patry is a POS, dude. Fuck that, Interesting. dude. Interesting. Honestly. <laughs> dude, I know, dude, I know people who... who Honestly, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know people whose checks have bounced after uh, oh, getting shit. paid and shit like that. Nobody has anybody who's dealt with him for long enough mm -hmm. has nothing good to say about. I him. remember he had a S one, which oh, was like yeah. a kickboxing thing that and he used to do, right? Shut, I was supposed to fight Maxime Dubois in there before for kickboxing or MMA. Kickboxing S one, right? Yeah, and, and then I'm glad I didn't end up taking the fight. Because the event got canceled the day of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had we had uh, Todd that was supposed to fire on that card yeah. went down there and then they're like, "Yo, I got canceled." Yeah, it's like, wow, that's such a bitch. And then he brings back TKO for how many events did they do? 10, 12, something like that. Something like that. I don't think they're coming back. There, yeah, like no I way did, they can't. Be I, at this from point. everybody that I have in here that kind of knows about TKO, everybody something. Everybody tells me something different. Yeah, and I mean, it sucks because. He technically has a lot of people locked down on contracts still for however long. I don't know how much. How much I don't get that, that bro. I don't get but, that. Um, Why the fuck are you signing these guys to exclusive contracts? I don't know. I heard there's uh, like part of his contracts now is like your UFC out is if he's like your management. That's your UFC out. What? So Patrick would be your manager if you go to the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck out of here, bro. Did you know he managed Kevin Lee when he first got in the UFC? I did know that actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, so he has experience managing yeah, yeah, that, yeah. but like that's that's your UFC out is basically all right, I want some of the money. Fuck you. You know dude. what I mean? That's such a from bitch what move. from from the from what I heard from mm -hmm. a pretty reliable source. <laughs> Like in person too, so it's like, and yeah. I believe it. I hundred percent believe yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you do, you fucking fought for the company how many yeah. times, right? So I'm sure you must have heard some some actual I mean, like, shit. I got what I, what I needed out of TKO. I got a like good run from them for sure. Hundred percent on fight pass. And good opponents, like good exposure. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And uh, but you can absolutely differentiate a personal relationship with the person compared to the business aspect of yeah 100 percent. and it's like dude he didn't fucking want me to win he didn't want me to be their champ i just happened to be the champ do you think that maybe they just wanted to like line you and charles up and hope charles got the w oh a million fucking percent yeah. i didn't sell fucking barely any tickets no of course not. over it's there over there yeah. and he had a whole section so, like a, like probably sold a couple hundred tickets you yeah. know what i mean so i was like he definitely didn't want <clears> me want me and <laughs> even after that he was still uh because jordan was the main event in the fight before in the card before that and it was like, I was never like on, I was a co-main, but it was just because of how it worked out. Mm -hmm. It was like, 
he was always putting Jordan at the top of the card or on the poster or something like that. Like that's what he was aiming for. Yeah. Right? Like, and it was because after I came off that loss to Alex Morgan, I beat Jimmy Spacuza. It wasn't like a super exciting fight. I did dominate the fight and I finished mm-hmm. with a submission. But if you're coming off that fight, nobody's going to be like, oh, Jordan, the guy, who, I think he probably had five knockouts out of five wins. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were probably like, oh, TJ is just going to get dusted. And then I didn't. So <laughs> I knew I knew going into that fight that you were probably going to get the yeah, debut well, to be honest. Yeah, five finishes. He had yeah. five finishes. Well, Romero was a pretty decent one considering. I, I like Romero. Yeah, you can talk shit fight. about him if you want. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have anything bad to say. About no, Romero. no, he's a great I just guy. He was like old and like. Yeah, exactly. What, that's what, the, that, that's all. It was. Like that's 2017, and he was fine. Like score fighting series days for yeah. us, or and or having before, like and before that very fun too. fights. Oh yeah, yeah, that too. And um, then, uh, yeah, Matar yeah. So like that's a guy who built his fucking record up too because. You got well more more Ciano there it was only three and two, but like three and two from France doesn't mean shit. You no, know what I mean? Like of course that, not. That, that scene it's not is even legal. Completely there, so different. Got, the, Europe MMA is pretty pretty weak. Yeah. Uh they've got fucking Cyril Gunn come out like yeah. first pro fight, title fight. But that's a guy who could <laughs> that's a guy if you get train like he's just a freak athlete. Oh, like, for sure. Just watching that guy move how fast he was, like what seen him warm up at TKL before, I was like, holy fuck. Dude. Insane. Like it yeah. like the genetics and, and physics like, of it just does not make sense. If that guy was in America, he'd be on the NFL or the NBA mm-hmm. court. 100 mm-hmm. percent Like that's so guaranteed. true. That that's a very good point, actually. Like yeah. he's he's kind of I don't know if you can call it lucky, like because he would have to go through the whole NFL grind, the NCAA yeah. grind, and he may not have he made it there. He never had that because he was in Europe. Exactly. You know but now I mean? he's one of these freak athletes in a division that's like the dinosaur division. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you could be champion if you're fucking 42 years old. DC's probably going to be champ again, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's probably what's going to happen. And he's lucky that he has that. I think Surreal Gan will, will be a heavyweight champ. Yeah. I, I like the way that they're bringing him up, though. Yeah. Slow and steady. Slow, but they're giving him fucking nice fights, though. Like He, he just pulled out, though. He's supposed to oh, fight really? uh, He's supposed to fight Shamir. Abdurahimov. Okay, okay. Uh, in April, and he just pulled out. I, I, I don't know why exactly, but he yeah. had to pull out. He still had was three great. fights for the UFC in it last year or so, something like that. Yeah, Tanner Bozer was was one Tanner of them. Tanner Bozer, he fought two Brazilians, I think, or maybe just one. Yeah, but one of them. I, I, I'm trying to remember who exactly was. I know he fought. He fought twice in like a month, or like uh, it was like two months. Something like in that. the UFC yeah, or back to back. I remember hmm. him fighting really quick. He may have like jumped in like short notice on somebody. Uh, that's the that's the joy about being a heavyweight. Yeah, I'd fight exactly. more often too if I didn't have to worry. You know, about you weight, have to call you know? weight. <laughs> He's it's like six and zero oh now. When you're telling Let's a guy see. that, yeah. So he fought Pessoa and then uh, oh, Dontel Mays. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. like two months apart. Mm-hmm. And then Tanner Bozer after that. I, I took a little poke on Tanner Bozer. I'm not going to lie because he was such a huge underdog. Yeah, he was minus 600 favorite. Tanner Bozer yeah. was like and he's plus tough 500. As fuck too. Exactly. I'm like, yo, Bozer has experience. He's fought like all these Russians and shit. Plus 17 five and one. And uh, Bozer was like plus five hundred or yeah. something. Like you know what? I'll pour a little bit of money on him just to, just for the shot. So who do you have for the Zhang and uh, Joanna? So I, I'm predicting Zhang to win. Oh yeah. But the odds are getting a little crazy, bro. Let like, me see what the odds are. Because uh, I'm putting money on this fight. I, do, I, just, I don't bet. This is my no. gonna be my first real bet. And I, do, I, I this thing. morning I, I put money on Joanna. What do you use? I use bet uh, three six five. Uh, no, I used to use that. Uh, I use um, bookmaker, uh, sport bet. And uh, Pinnacle. Those okay. are like the three best, in my opinion. Sportback gives you, like, look at all these uh, prop odds that you can get. It's mainly through Sportback that you would be able win, to get What's win by knockout? For, uh, for, for who? Zang. Is that what you're betting? <laughs> <laughs> you got the lock of the night play here from TJ Laramie. Uh, let's see. Zang by knockout. I thought, interesting. Let's see. 
I think you might get like plus 200-ish for that. That's that's fucking crazy. Uh, by TKO, is plus 165. Plus 165? It was plus To win inside the distance, plus. to win inside the distance, which would be kind of shorter, plus 125. Okay. So that covers if she gets a submission as well. Oh, okay. I Personally, for me... My prediction: She's knocking her out. You think I, I'm, so? I'm the biggest Joanna fan too, which is the crazy interesting. Thing. But Wiley uh, was in uh, the, at the PI training when I was there, and I've never seen a girl hit that fast and hard in my entire life. I swear. Damn, bro! Don't I, tell me that after <laughs> I make the fucking Joanna bet. <laughs> I don't think Joanna wins. Honestly, I swear because the thing is, it's like I could see if Joanna, if uh, sorry, if Wiley was just a brute, like kind of like a Jessica Andrade where yeah. she comes in and she That's hits the difference hard, between them. She hits hard, but she's not as skilled, you know? But and technical Wiley and is sharp. fucking technical, man. Like yeah. she she hits like a truck. Like watching her crack pads, I was like, damn, you know, I, I honestly feel like if if she touches her, she's going out. Like that's what I think. I think if yeah, that's the- I, I I absolutely see that, which is why I kind of I am predicting her to win. But I think the odds should be a little bit closer than they are. And and as a better, as a long term better, you kind of want to be betting the number, not the fighter. Yeah. So if you think the odds are far too long, like the Tanner Bozer fight, that the fights were wrong, the the odds were too long. Long term, it should be a profitable strategy. Yeah, you know who I almost put money on that was crazy was uh, Kama Worthy versus. Uh, Don't tell me you almost guy. bet on Smith. No, I almost oh, you bet, bet on, on Kama, Kama Worthy just because that, I seen the odds. <laughs> I seen the odds, and I was like, dude, what if I just put it. I'll just put like fucking like a uh, twenty bucks down. And I'll win like it's like one hundred and sixty bucks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think it was like plus eight hundred or plus six hundred or something, something like that. Something crazy. It was yeah. insane. No, for sure. Absolutely see that. Um, other bets I have tonight is uh, Benio Darius is my lock of the night play mm-hmm. against Ricard Close. You know much about Close? Uh, I met I, I seen him at the PI, but I don't know much about him. He's pretty good. He's uh, he's from the the well he's, he's from, from Fight Ready now. Yeah. Well, he's from Michigan, ready. but yeah, yeah, he fights out of Fight Ready. Um, just don't think that like. His wrestling is decent and he has good wrestling credentials, but he's getting Who's he taken down. Dariush? Yeah. Yeah. Dariush is going to outgrapple him more. And his his striking, I think, is better than Close's as well. His yeah. striking has gotten so much better since he's come into the UFC. Yeah, I'm not sure what Close is, like who he's fought. The only fight I've ever watched of Close was when he fought Dai Keyes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Way back. That, that was a little bit far, further yeah. back. Ma- Max Griffin's fight on this one? Yeah, against Alex Oliveira. I thought he had some Damn, decent value at underdogs. This card's, cra- this card's awesome. Neil Magny's fighting too? Bro, I'm excited That's for this nuts. card. Mark Madsen's a beast too. He was in. Uh, I, I took a, a small underdog shot on Hubbard. Hubbard, yeah. Yeah, I, I know Madsen's credentials in terms of like wrestling and shit. Yeah. Stupid, but. And he's moving down to 155 for this fight. Yeah, he's a, he's like a tick boy for sure. Yeah. But in terms of a gas tank, I don't believe in it. I think yeah, Hubbard, I, didn't, I haven't watched Madsen fight. Yeah. I don't, the only fight I've even watched the Hubbard was when he fought Preplet. Oh, true, true, yeah. true, true. And he showed decent skills in that fight too. At least because he yeah. was getting his ass beat in the first round. Yeah, and then uh, what Madsen? He's he's mainly like like the 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 generic wrestler. Adolfo Vieira. That's yeah. the BJJ guy. Yep. He fights in the UFC. This is his second fight in the UFC, bro. What the? Hell? I didn't even know that. That's crazy. okay. So you watch UFC a little bit? <laughs> I watch, but yeah, no, I, he I, subbed I somebody in his first fight. I, that's uh, nuts, man. It looks like he has a horrible gas tank, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he was... surprised he passed the drug test. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I tweeted that earlier this week. I'm like, yo, on this week's episode of Where Did All the Mexican Supplements Go? For Dolphin Fear, I just fucking shredded to shit. Well, wow, That's his nickname nice. is the Black Belt Hunter? Are you kidding me? Like, look at like this 40? picture, bro. Oh, no, he's only 30. <laughs> oh, I thought he was older than that. Yeah. Yeah, he beat uh, Oscar Piachota. What's he fighting at? 185, 205? Uh, this is 185. Sapper Bag Safarov is actually going down in weight. 
So that's his first fight at middleweight. Um, Duran nice. went against Yod Mearshart. I got a little bit of money on Mearshart as a dog. <clears throat> um, Jamal Emers, I have him in a parlay with uh, Israel Adesanya. Mearshart's the underdog? Yeah. I think he's fucking winning that fight. Jiu-Jitsu was legit, yeah, eh? Yeah, his jits is good and he's a Size. good striker too. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. He's an awesome dude, man. Duran wins gas tank is very suspect as well too. Wait, uh, Giga's fighting Jamal Emers? Yeah, yeah. Embers took that on short notice, right? Uh, yes. Actually, the, um, weird. It was supposed to be uh, Movzar Avluov against Douglas Silva Diondraj. Oh, okay, yeah. They were supposed to fight. Andraj fell out. Embers stepped in to fight Avluov. Avluov fell out, and Chikadze stepped in. Okay. So they're both kind of like short notice. Yeah. But I like Embers in terms of I his like grappling, his wrestling. Grappling. Yeah. Uh, just because based on his last fight is a good reflection. Only of issue though go. with Embers, I don't know how closely He's you follow him. A little bit. Not really chinny, but it, it, sometimes it seems like his fight IQ can be questioned because yeah. he doesn't implement his wrestling as like, much as he should. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I don't that, know if you remember that, the Julian Arosa fight. Uh, yeah. Contender fought, series. Yeah, Arosa. I've trained with Arosa a lot when I was in Vegas. So. Yo, that guy seems like very lanky and awkward to deal Dude, with too. he's super awkward because he doesn't fight long for mm -hmm. someone as long as his reach he's is. Long he as fight, fuck. He kind of throws like a lot of hooks. He likes to like, be in the uh, pocket and yeah, shit. Yeah, and, but they throw, like, they're, they're super weird timing and they come from so far out. Yeah. It's hard to see shit like that. But... Uh, when Emmers fought in his last fight against that young Brazilian dude, yeah, in uh, I think it was LFA. LFA, I think they're the um, main event there. It seemed like he was losing some rounds. Rafael Barbosa. As soon as he seemed like he was losing some rounds, but as soon as he got to the ground, the fight was done. See, that's the thing. So the, the Arosa fight, first round he grapple fucks him, mm -hmm. easily wins that round. Second round he goes out there, tries to be fucking yeah. Leota Machida or some shit, and gets knocked out. Yeah. And I had money on him in that fight too. I'm like, yo, easy, this guy wins this fight. But I think the the external X factor of uh, the the contender series and mm. wanting to be impressive and have a highlight reel finish kind of plays into that for oh, Emerson. So I think that maybe put him into a more vulnerable yeah. vulnerable state. And this fight against Giga, he can't do that shit. No. Giga's like a legit Kick kickboxer, boxer, right? Yeah. He has decent skills off of his back, but I don't think it's something that Emers won't be able to yeah. overcome. And you got to think, anybody with two eyes and a brain will be able to see that his only way to win this fight is to take Giga down. Yeah, especially because I haven't seen Giga's uh, like MMA striking too much, but he lost to Austin Springer. He's <laughs> not very good. No, got tapped by him. Got kind of grapple fucked by Brandon Davis as well. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah in his last fight. He still beat him, but still, like, it shows that he does not have good takedown and defense. Brandon Davis is a 135. Yeah. Yeah. And so, who's not in the UFC anymore yeah, either. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And then you got Guido Canetti still in the UFC. I know, eh? I know that. I, I fucking, I paid all the juice when he fought uh, uh, Kyung Ho Kong. I'm like, yo, Kong is going to murk this guy, Mr. Yeah. Perfect. He was like minus 300 favorite. I'm like, I'll still put all the money on him. I'll yeah. give fuck. And Easy win from there. Winning? Oh, he, uh, Kang he killed him. Kang killed him. That's crazy, man. Um, I think the under two and a half on that fight is actually really good. Plus one ten is not bad. Danal Bakarel is like this Mongolian fucking kickboxing Muay Thai striker, really fucking crisp uh, strikes, uh, which is why he's a slight favorite here. Kennedy needs to take the fight to the ground to actually win it, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, but this I think is, this is a nice website. I like this. Yo, best fight odds, bro. This is like my home page. It has for all the upcoming cards: Cage Warriors, Bellator, fucking UFC Brasilia. There's no real point in us talking about 248 strictly because we, like this episode's coming out after. But let me get your quick. Give me, give me who who do you got in the the main comment? So you have a little bit of money on Zhang to win by finish. Yeah, I and got uh, Romero I, or I Adesanya. Think Adesanya is gonna win. Thank but you. I don't think uh, I don't think it. I think it'll be decision. I don't think it'll be a finish. But uh, it'll be based on how he plays out the first couple rounds because I feel like Yoel Romero is just gonna go for a wing shot basically and try to fucking tag him in that first couple rounds you know because he's dangerous no matter what and Adesanya is 
been wobbled before. You yeah. Know? And it's, uh, it's, ah, man, I don't know. I don't think he'll be able to, I don't think it'll be like a dominating grappling performance or anything like that. He doesn't rely on his grappling that much. Yeah. And even if he does, yo, Adesanya does really good things in terms of getting right back to his feet. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he does not settle for a position. No, he's always squirming. He's always moving. He's going to the cage. He's trying to get back up ASAP. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Romero has the best top grappling position either no, too no. he's good at getting guys to the ground but he, again he doesn't do that often either because he doesn't have crazy jiu-jitsu skill. no like he's not he's kind of spastic when it comes to being on the ground you know and, and even with his fighting style like he can knock you out in round one or round five because mm-hmm. he's always so conservative he's always his... explosive at any point you know? but he always looks gassed too yeah, which is fucking hilarious so, he looks so heavy all the time yeah, like i not... watched uh romero and whitaker to the, the their last one and that first round he like for the first maybe minute just walking. For, exactly minute 45 he, seconds he'll drop him yeah i think it was uh, at least once i hit the three minute mark he's like oh there's you are romero you are romero's first strike yeah I'm like what he went two minutes without throwing anything <laughs> yeah. I, I rewind it and watch it back i'm like oh shit he did not like he knows he has a gas tank issue for sure so you got izzy in that yeah uh do you have any thoughts on bellator's the featherweight tournament right because that's uh, your fucking uh the featherweight tournament uh emmanuel sanchez i've trained with him he's a beast i think he'll beat weichel i actually uh i'm highly considering making uh sanchez my locker than i play for that card because um uh i don't know weichel has a split over him yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, earlier. I don't, the streak that each of them have been on, though, like Emmanuel's hasn't stopped. Way better. Yeah. Sanchez is looking and it's way like better. He arguably almost won the Patricio fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was close to arguable, too. and mm-hmm. uh, he's really good. I didn't even know Honey Marks fought for the Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this guy's gone from like he, middleweight to heavyweight. heavyweight. Like yeah, that's called not giving a fuck. Dude. Nope. Dude, have you seen his like his tats? No. <laughs> Let me show. You. They're crazy. <laughs> Do you remember his thanks God tat? No. <laughs> The you know who has funny ass tats is uh, oh. Herbert Herbert uh, Santos I think in that he's a grappler and uh, um, he just has an AK tatted across his chest. Are you it's kidding? Yo, I gotta hilarious. Google that shit just now. Let me. But look at this shit. <laughs> look at this shit. Give me. Thanks God. So yes, thanks God, God across. <laughs> in, in, in super bold like English writing too, which is yeah. the best. It's like Arial font bold. That was definitely Google Translate. Like, but, <laughs> yeah. How, and how, then Warrior of God right under it. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that fucking kill me. What's the, what's the name of the guy that you're saying? Herberth. E-R-B-E-T-H. Santos, yeah. I don't think I've heard of this guy before. Oh, it's like right under his peck. No, no. He's got it across his chest now. Those I'm are sorry. old pics. Go to, if you can find, somehow find his Instagram. No, I'm he's sure. got it right across his whole, whole chest, dude. Oh, whoops. Herbert Santos official. Right oh, <laughs> shit, bro. Dude. You are fuck? not lying. Nobody's fucking around with that dude. No fucks <laughs> at all. And he has a private account. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't want to know what the fuck else is. He has 181,000 followers. That's ridiculous. But Oh, he's, yeah, he's one of the top guys. Yeah. Like, I think it's just because of the character he is, man. He's a fucking <laughs> wild card. Um, Oliveira and Lee coming up. What do you like there? Oh, Kevin Lee. I know. I know yeah. your brother knocked out his brother. I uh, didn't knock him out, but finished. Uh, he f- decision him. Decision yeah. him off. Yeah, close enough. Uh, <laughs> I think Kevin Lee uh, definitely wins that fight. I feel like Oliver hasn't really won against any really top guys. No. Um, I think Kevin Lee's. He keeps guy. making the rounds with like the the bottom feeders. Yeah. Why yeah. do you need to fight Nick Lentz a seventh time? Yeah. Whatever the fuck it's been. And right? I feel like. Um, 
Uh, or no, uh, yeah, Jim Miller. He fought a few times. Yeah, yeah that's another one uh, there. Uh, but uh, well, I, I, like I understand the second Jim Miller fight strictly because he lost the first one. Yeah, yeah. That was Did like he one of the second one. Or he won the second yeah, one. He okay. murked him in the second one. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I think uh, Kevin Lee pulls it off easily, man. Like Charles Oliver. I'm, I'm sketchy about that he's one. He's definitely man. a 45 er man. I, lost, I know Kevin Lee has kind of been like up and down, but he's been up and down at 170. Yeah, 155. He fucked that. I lost a fuck ton of money on uh, Gregory Gillespie. I'm not gonna lie. I I thought Gillespie would have won. I thought I was gonna fight. murk him, but uh, man, that's the thing is like Kevin Lee is like such a good athlete. He's so young, is that he's just getting better still. You know so how much? Like, how much do you think a factor in terms of changing camps has on a fighter? Because that's before he went to TriStar. Was like, look, Faraz a hobby. He's the reason he won. I don't uh, think so. I don't think one coach has all the answers at all. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like there's one coach that's just going to magically change it around for you either. It's all pure, man. Absolutely. Just stuff like that's all in your own head. So, but hey, if that's what does help you though, as in like it does fix your own head, then fucking do it. You know what I mean? If you feel like your environment was what was, what was wrong mm -hmm. or it's like, oh, you weren't getting the coaching, even though the coaching was available to you, you know, um, then so be it, you know, but mm -hmm. I don't, I don't feel like one coach, like this is how I always look at it. The best coaches are the guys who, who have they brought up from z zero? You know what I mean? Who yeah. have they brought up from zero? You know who my favorite coach is when it comes to that is Duke Rufus. He's brought many guys oh, yeah. up from zero. Yeah, he's, yeah. Brought, he's brought many guys up from zero or from at least their first pro fight. Mm -hmm. I think um, Mearshart's been with them for yeah since the get go. Well. Bros. Uh, yeah, I don't even I, Sanchez. I, I, Sanchez, you know what I mean? Like yeah. th those are guys that he brought up from zero for Asahabi. Who's he brought up from zero? Nobody, you can't. That's so true. Yeah, Rory came from the West Coast. GSP was already trading with that other guy. Yeah, the Russian dude. Yeah. So it's like I'm sure there. I'm sure there is somebody. I'm sure there is somebody. Mm -hmm. But as far as like overall, like when you look at overall talent, that's that's for me what makes a great coach. But that's actually that's very true. There's a lot of guys that that immigrate to yeah. the TriStar gym, but there's nobody that like from the get go. Even when I was on the amateur scene, yeah. like I used to go out to do a bunch of amateur fights in Montreal, uh, and they would always bring TriStar guys in. And, our guys were always beating the TriStar yeah. guys. And we always had this aura. We're like, oh my God, that guy's a TriStar guy. Yeah. Froz is in it his corner or Cajun Johnson's in his corner, whatever the fuck it is. And we still go there on fucking Dusty's guys. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, even when you look at like Greg Jackson's, like who have they really built up? Mm -hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure uh, from what I can think, I can think of Diego Sanchez and Carlos Condit. That's it. Which is like some yeah, fucking you're really right. good fighters. That's true. Both title challengers. Yep. But um, interim champ. You can't say John Jones. Because no, he was Bob's a college, college gate wrestler before that. You know yep. what I mean? Like, who have you brought from the from the ground, right? So it's kind of hard to say that for a lot of people. But I think they just get this like aura that like like even the commentators like Joe Rogan is very very uh, guilty of this in terms of like building up coaches beyond what they actually yeah. should be. Like I like I respect a, a guy. Mind what the fuck? Yeah, that mean, dude. I, I respect a guy like Safe Sayud who's kind of a little bit more on the backside. He's mm. he seems to be coming to the forefront a little bit more now, but like the guys that he's. It, it seems like he's doing really well with a lot of the fighters that he's bringing out. Yeah. You got uh, Jeff Neal, who's fucking killing shit now, too. Uh, Alonzo Menafield, decent, doing well. Um, Uriah Hall just went over to him, had a really good one over yeah. Antonio Carlos Jr. Um, Diego Fajera has a career resurgence since yeah. we went back to him. So you got to give some of these guys dues, but some of these guys are getting jerked off a little bit too much. Let's oh, be real. for sure. It's like, right? like I said, nobody has all the answers and like... What I feel like mainly more than the coaching than anything is like some of these places are just hubs for training partners. Oh, right? for sure. That, for that, sure, that's bro. Like when I go to Vegas. ATT is like number one for that. Yeah. When Look I at go, all the guys. Right when now. I go to Vegas and train at Extreme, 
that I feel like the biggest thing I get out of it is the training partners and being mm-hmm. able to see different looks and being able to learn from that. How much do your coaches actually coaching. have to do with that though? Like, do you tell Reno every day, this is what I did? Oh training? yeah. Yeah. I'll share okay. with him like how it went stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, for you, it's getting rounds in. Yeah. It's getting rounds in like different, seeing different things, different looks, or like, like talking with other fighters, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's how, how it is, you know? Um, I felt, I feel like the, how, how welcome to make you feel is also another thing, like extreme for me. I'm like, I'm good with them, you know Second what I mean? home. Yeah. I feel comfortable nice. when I go there. I feel like everybody's cool with me when I go there mm-hmm. too. Same way when I've been to Rufus Sport too. Nice. Those guys are super cool to me too. Um, What's the longest you stayed down in Vegas? Uh, three weeks. And did, did they put you up somewhere? You got a hotel uh, or something? I, I stay with Cody when I go. Oh, nice. Because so, he lives there Shout now. out to Cody for helping yeah. brother out. <laughs> and then uh, I stayed at Rufus Sport before too for a week. Um, and then uh, actually um, I stayed at like Pettis' house one night. <laughs> nice. Because like I was just like sleeping in like one of their like closet rooms there yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I was just there to get work in. I swear to God I didn't go outside for like six days because i was just staying in the gym all night all day <laughs> so it was funny and it then, seems uh, like they have a good facility over there from like what i've seen from like embedded oh, and all that amazing. type of stuff yeah it's, it's really awesome nice. they have everything you need man yeah. for sure and uh the coaches there are awesome very helpful and mm-hmm. welcoming the fighters are welcoming too so they make you feel part of the team how how is anthony and sergio and those guys like oh they're super cool every yeah. time i see them like they remember who i am nice. stuff like that so it's like i don't feel like they're arrogant or anything like that i, f- I feel super like i love pettis like i yeah. that's one guy that i've always been a fan of he was one of the first fighters that i kind of noticed mm. when i started getting into mma but he has made me so much money in terms of betting against him. oh really yeah <laughs> tony ferguson uh my last lock of the night play was whoever he liked, diego Ferreira. i'm like yo Ferreira's probably an underdog or no no he was a solid favorite, favorite bro really? there was a little bit of money coming in on pettis yeah but i'm like yo like like Pettis seems to fold under, like if you were to go up against Pettis, I feel like you would be able to have the upper hand there yeah. strictly due to the fact that you have that forward style, being able to take him down and yeah. control without getting subbed. For me, what I think, uh, like this is how I th- look at it is like once the fighter's been at the pinnacle after that, it's money. That's it. Touche. He and has a like, name. He has the he name. Can he can headline cards. Yeah. That's why it's like when I seen that he knocked out Steven Thompson, I was like, that's like another three fights worth of high yeah, checks for that that's guy. That's so true. You know bro. what I mean? He got he got a performance of the night that night probably yeah. too. He got lit up for like two and a half rounds and then pulled something out but of his ass. Then he got a Diaz fight after that. Yeah, you know that's a I big mean? one that's for a him big too. Fight. Um, and then uh, yeah, man, it's just been like for, for someone like that, it's like and it, like I'm not the kind of guy who knocks someone trying to make money. I don't give a fuck for, for sure. If you told me I'm gonna make 350k to fight some animal, fucking sign me up. I'm in. I don't give a fuck. So um. That, that, that's how it is for me i feel like once you hit that pinnacle and then once you once you're off the throne kind of thing it's like just pay me man yeah like, that's it i don't really care i've been at the i've had the belt you know what i mean i have nothing left nothing left to prove for me personally yeah. you know what i mean i've been the best my legacy is cemented yeah i just want to take care of my family and fucking you that's know so I mean? true shit like that that's how that's my view of it some people especially people who don't even fight i feel like are the fucking most hard on this it's like oh well if you're not fighting to be the best what the fuck's the point of fighting yeah. what do you mean man no if you're telling me I'm, yeah. i can make more than what you've made in the last 10 years in one fight <laughs> i'm gonna fucking do it exactly so, we're in no place to tell these guys what they should and shouldn't be doing yeah like, that's, I, that's that's why i feel like i have a much better uh way of looking at fights and fighters just because i've been around the game for as long yeah i've never fought in my life but i'm just saying like i like i have actual conversations with fighters like yourself or even fighters that i manage or like try to help get fights and do the medicals and all that stuff you see the human being that they are and you see the, the struggles you yeah. see them like trying to live check to check trying to secure a personal training session for the week so that they can fucking buy lunch the next year 
yeah, and shit. Yeah. Like, I've seen that. So I understand why these guys are like Chuck Liddell's out there trying to fucking fight for a 17th time, you know, way past when he should be fighting. He's trying to get paid. I get it. Yeah. I understand it. We're, we're, I think fighter or fans are looking at too much from a health perspective. Like, okay, you shouldn't be taking any more oh, brain damage. I, I could see if someone was getting fucking knocked the fuck out. Like that, at that point, is like me not being able to fucking talk in two years yeah. going to be worth that money? No, yeah. it's not. But I mean, like, Pettis hasn't been knocked out once. No. Yeah, so it's That's like... That's true. You know what I mean? When you look at fights like that, it's like, who cares? You know what I mean? Let him make I feel like I feel with the Sergio going over to Bellator, it's kind of opening the door for... Yeah. Pettis to kind of or Anthony to, to join him there. yeah and it's like I think that's, that's, a, what's that's another avenue of money that apparently Bellator is paying out the ass one thing that I like about Bellator is that these they're giving these guys base rates yeah not fucking win show win yeah you know what I mean like is that what TKO did was uh, it show win it was base actually it was base okay yeah, plus, so that's not bad but, but you get a bonus for defending the belt oh yeah do you so. mind sharing how much that potentially is oh, like four it, figures it wasn't no three figures no. okay three, uh, no 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 four figures four figures yeah. that's not bad yeah for defending the belt okay yeah, cool yeah. But mm. I don't feel like, like, like I said, now I, I was never someone about like money. I don't really care. Honestly, after most fights, I forget that they're even going to hand me a check. <laughs> I got <laughs> but, the dub. Yeah. It's just like, another, I just care. I'm like, oh, that's another fucking. Uh, another piece of experience on your resume to give to your future employers who you yeah. want to eventually be the UFC. Fuck, usually I'm thinking, oh, I just had a five round fight. I'm going to get some good picks out of that. <laughs> like, fuck. But, uh, like, <laughs> but, uh, I fucking love it. Bro. I fucking love but, it. But, uh. You know, you need that Instagram clout. Like, For shit. sure. <laughs> and it's like... Get uh, to that love, homie. <laughs> but uh, but like I said, the only thing that's ever made me really like kind of money hungry is like seeing the success of like... Past opponents? See, seeing what my past opponents are making, shit like that. For and sure. For me, it's not like... Like, is it going to be a make or break whether I make an extra like fucking like 500 bucks a fight? Like, no, I'm, that's not going to yeah. kill me. You know what I mean? Like, but... When I like I said, a hundred G's is like fucking more than I've ever. That's life changing. Put together. That's life changing. That's yeah. student debt paid off. I don't know if you fucking went to college or anything. No, I that. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> motherfucker. I'm over here like, oh sap, cut a guy a break. Yeah. I'm trying to get married this year. For me, I'd shit. be fucking buying a house right now. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> All exactly, right. or I'd be like down payment or fi- something, fixing the rest of my dad's house up for him and be yeah. there for him to sell it or some shit. And Absolutely. It's just like, for me, that that's the kind of shit I think about. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like. Fuck, like, I feel like if I'm a better fighter, I should be more well off. Like, sure. that, that's how I think, you know what I yeah. mean? But it doesn't work out that way. It's, it's a weird it's profession a, that we're in, though. Like, yeah, it's not a... It, man, this is the most, like, unforgiving sport in the world. Easily, like, they, dude. No, they'll fucking eat you up and chew you out, and the, nobody will fucking look twice. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, everybody loves you when you're winning. Nobody gives a fuck about when you, you when you're it's, losing. It's, it's kind of sad that, like, if something unfortunate happens to somebody, they kind of get that label stuck on them kind of yeah. forever. The only name that kind of comes to mind when I'm thinking about, like, negative shit that's happened to somebody is, like, Dakota Cochran. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what he's Obviously always going to be tied reasons, to, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had that one little hiccup with your, on your end mm. where that fucking viral video oh, went on yeah. and all that shit. But I think that you far removed yourself from that. Honestly, you're not known as that to, guy. someone tried to bring it up, I yeah. just tried to shut it down right yeah. away pretty much. It was just like, that's I didn't not want, me. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not that. That's not yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, the fu- I'm a fighter, dude. Exactly. Like, the like, only reason I brought it up is the fact that I feel like you've removed yourself so far from yeah. that. Where people are like, oh. I try to not even give a fuck about it. Like yeah. for me... It, it doesn't fucking move me emotionally in any way. Yeah. I'm fucking good on it. Like I'm, I'm straight. Yeah, it is what it is. Like I'm focused. Like, let's talk about okay, uh, what just my next fight? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I, it, it's crazy to me that some MMA, like 
even before my Paris fight, people were still talking about it. Yeah. I'm like, man, I just came off a fucking win. Why the fuck are we even like, it's, it's almost just, like disrespectful to me. I, I, I completely understand that, but that's kind of the fucking age and day that we live oh, in. Oh yeah. You know I mean like, oh, if it's something like, goes viral, they'll be like, oh like yo. You said, it's like a TMZ thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that shit. But that's what people like though. That, <sighs> it's, it, it's what gets clicks. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? That's, that's what's going to get clicks. viewer people like clickbait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like say some stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like exactly fucked so that's what it's like um that's basically it. don't worry, all f- it fuck that fuck that topic let's get back to <laughs> something that we were talking about earlier in terms of training partners yeah. and stuff has there ever been a training partner that you actually went to and you're like not went to but like trained with and you're like holy fuck i can't believe i'm training with this person um, or any has anybody had you starstruck in the training room not nobody that i've trained with but okay. i have been starstruck before okay frank yeager is the f- only holy person shit. That's I, can, I can believe that i've Dude, driven that guy once really? when he was in toronto for a ufc event and i was working with the ufc after yeah. driving from like one of the fan expos but yeah continue. honestly dude like i was such a big fan of him mm-hmm. that when he dude when he lost against ben henderson uh i cried i swear to god i cried <laughs> it was ben Henderson was my favorite fighter at that time. Yeah, so I was kind of happy that he won that. Was, that, that was the one at, uh, in Tokyo. Yeah. I remember he won that decision, the first right? One, yeah, yeah. And then he beat him a second time too. Second right? Second time was bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. There, there's a good argument that Edgar won that fight. Yeah. I, I have to go back and watch. I haven't seen it since because it was like UFC 150 or some shit. Yeah. It was way back in the day. But that, that's how like fu- like uh like how much I looked up. Oh, I mm-hmm. wouldn't even say I looked up to him. Like I, I've never been someone to where it was like um, when I trained with them, I gave them too much respect. Okay. I kind of got rid of that rate. Like that's, that's the thing. Cause I remember the first, like the first big name I've trained, I trained with was Sam Stout. Oh yeah. That guy's I helped, I, I helped, that guy. I helped him get ready for his fight against Ross Pearson. I okay. remember that. Like I was helping him uh, quite a bit. We were sparring quite a bit for that fight. And uh, so that was the first person. It was kind of like, it was like after the first couple of rounds, I'm like, man, like what's so special about these guys that I can't do? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like, I don't feel like I'm far off. They're just at a higher level right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to get there. I'm only 18 or 17. I was at the time. It's just that it's just like, it's kind of like, it's all in your head at that point. Yeah. So it's like, when I go to training and stuff like that, I kind of get that out of my head. So it was like I'm trying to think like the best guy I train with. Kevin Lee actually I sparred with Kevin Lee before nice where, where at down uh, in Vegas extreme. yeah nice uh, I felt like I see like that's what I mean when it comes to like as far as like levels of where I'm at I feel like I'm at a pretty good level of fighting towards like it's good that you're able to get guys. that gauge yeah that, you know that, I mean? that, that that's like it's such a confidence boost being able oh, to like absolutely. train with people like that um Training day in and day out with Cody Stamen has got to be yeah very good for your confidence in itself yeah he's a super hard worker too and then the f- before I even started training with Cody, I was training with Jeremy Kennedy. Oh yeah, because he's, uh, he's, he's a West Coaster, right? Yeah, yeah, he's from Vancouver. Um, and he flew me out when he fought Volkanovski. So I was gonna train. I was the his Volkanovski, basically. <laughs> Shit, hard, hard shoes to fill. At <laughs> yeah, the time. Dude, you guys was, kind of have the same build ish. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's, that's why. About that's it. why. Um, and uh, but Volkanovski at the time was relatively unknown. Yeah, he'd, yeah. he'd only had one UFC fi- or yep. one or two UFC fights before that. Yeah. And, uh, so we did that, and uh, yeah, that that was my first experience at like the UFC PI and in Vegas and Extreme. And How is like the PI? Like, I keep hearing so much about it, but it's amazing, experience. especially if you're in the UFC. You get free yeah. meals and like. How about you? Like, as a uh, not you have UFC to pay, fight. but it's like it's super cheap. Sorry, uh, I was like um, to get like a fully cooked meal, man, is less than ten bucks US. Oh damn! Yeah, so that's like, actually and not it's bad. Like, and it's cooked by chefs. Like these guys yeah. are good. Like everything tastes amazing. So. Uh, it's a great experience being there. And then when you're in the UFC, it's like hard not to live out there because just what you save on food is like your rent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like 
They make a nutrition plan. They share it with the kitchen. You get all that for free. You get free PT. Damn, you get free Cairo. You get free uh, that's uh, personal shit. training, like fitness coaching. There's no cap like or anything. Like no, there's no cap. You, you can just go, just go as much shit. as you want. Yeah, you're you're like they take care of their people who are there. You know what I mean? And then uh, yeah, my question is amazing. how it comes down with coaching though. Like do uh, you bring out their coaches or do they work with coaches there? Coaches, but you that's your, that's on your dollar exactly. But like. Um, yeah, there's like that's how you train there, like with Cody and I and like uh, the other fighters he has there. Sometimes uh, we'll just like drill and stuff together. Um, so uh, yeah, it's mainly like that, or you fly a coach out with you too. True. Is, um, it, is there like a drop in fee that you have to do if you're training there? No, no. You can you're, come you're train. You're allowed there for to bring free. like up to like five people. Oh, sick. every every time. You know, that's fucking legit. It looked like from all the pictures and everything I've seen of it, it looks like legit, like yeah, top awesome. of the class next great, level training. yeah great facilities man and like the personal trainers there are really cool too they're mm-hmm. they, if you, if they track everything like they really care about their fighters too so there's not too many surprisingly there's not as many full-timers there as you'd think you know like full-time fighters yeah yeah like fighters that live there full-time to use the pi i feel like uh who's somebody that i kept uh joanne caldwood is somebody that i would always think is out there but i think she's what john wood yeah, Wood, yeah, yeah. yeah what did I like say? Married, Joanne what? <laughs> she's married to uh, John Wood. Wood John Wood. Yeah, syndicate. He runs owner. syndicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or owner or whoever. Whatever the fuck it. he is. <laughs> I've never trained there, so I don't know much about no. it. But, and then like Francis is there every day. Yeah. Um, is, there a, is there a gym that you kind of want to scratch off your bucket list? Uh, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really, Actually, if there's one place I'd like to train, I'd like to train in New York with, like, Frankie and them. That'd be okay. cool. Because, like, uh, I know, like, Lance Palmer and stuff's training nice. out there now. And, uh, yeah, if there's one person I've ever trained with that I was like, holy fuck, it was Lance Palmer, 100%. Like, really? Like, he pushed like, you, you mean? I feel or? like that was the person who beat my ass the, the worst. <laughs> 100%. There's no. Not a lot of times you see a fighter actually talk about, like, who's ha- given the upper hand in the That's training That's the thing, thing like, for so. me... For me, I have no problem telling saying when I won something, but I, I'm also the person who has no problem saying I got my ass beat because for me, that's the most rewarding thing, dude. You it's learn like, from it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like there's nobody I've ever sparred where it's like who who's beaten me where I'm like, okay, I'm actually like I don't want to spar that person again. Oh, you know what I mean? You the shouldn't only, be in this game if that's your mentality. The only person I don't like sparring with. If I'm being honest, it's just like my brother. Oh, really? It's Why just because it's like it gets heated. You know what I mean? To where it's like more emotional than it is about training. Have you guys gotten close to like wanting to knock each other out type of thing? Oh, or like, oh, 100%. You guys have knocked each other out in the past. No, we've never knocked each other oh, out. Okay. But, uh, but, but I, I guess like just being that close with him, you don't feel like there is as much of a line as there is against somebody like a, a Lance Palmer or something, right? Like you feel like you can actually push yeah, a little me, bit more like i said like, subconsciously i still treat it like a game you know what i mean yeah like i'm trying to win that round or that game against this person or that person so it's like like i can have a competitive round uh or, or I, someone could fucking beat my ass one round and i, I don't feel like mad about it i'm yeah. just if any like i said it's more rewarding than anything for me that i get to go back and try that again yeah you know what i mean because i get to test my skills and see i was like okay he did this okay i gotta you know, work on this or fix this, or maybe I'll approach it like this. Like, yeah. Same with like when I first trained with Jeremy the first time, it was like he fucked me up. Mm-hmm. But um, I felt like by the end, it was starting to get a lot more even. Like, and that was that was beneficial for me because it was like I was able to see a style I've never seen before. Yeah. And be able to kind of adapt to it. He's a little like, bit of a lankier wrestler. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, he's man, not, like I feel he's like a weird body type. His open mat shot is like so good. Mm-hmm. 
um, is like so good uh, for his height too. And it plays out really well because when you're reaching for someone that high, it leaves you very susceptible to that takedown. Too. Oh yeah. So that's why I felt like the first time I sparred him, I was like, man, I'm, that was uh, uh, the first time I ever felt pressure like that where I Damn. was like, holy shit, dude. Uh, and then, um, I felt like towards the end, it was getting a little closer as far as the grappling and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, but like Palmer, man, he just, he's the strongest person I've ever, um, like, trained with. He looks life. like a tank anyway. And it's like, I get it. he's got like these super long arms and like, and the, and the crazy thing is like a super nice guy too. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, that's what you'll see. You'll notice too in fighting is like most of the best guys are like, the most humblest and willing to work with you like joe benavidez is honestly like one of the nicest dudes i I've fucking love him dude yeah like, how he, can you not love that and guy, it's like yeah. no matter what like i've seen him like after his fight and stuff and it's just like came up hey how are you doing like how are you like this was after like yeah after oh, he was down there fight. already yeah he was back like the next day he's training after. or just coming about no, just came by okay um and it was just like i'm not friends with him or anything like that yeah. i'm not like close to them but like he came up shook my hand hey how are you doing like nice, nice. seeing you stuff like that like it's that kind of like he, he he can work a room you know what i mean like he, he he can make everybody feel welcome stuff like that it's like people like that where it's just like you know like that's kind of like what you aspire to be you don't want to be the <laughs> fucking dickhead who walks in with yeah. his fucking sunglasses and tells everyone to fuck off you know what i mean like exactly it's it, it's it's, it's I, crazy man the, the different personalities you see in sports i completely get that and uh I feel like I would have felt that when I worked at Grants mm -hmm. with some of the guys that would come in and mm -hmm. out. But everybody that came in that I felt like was like high profile yeah. was super chill. So yeah. like, in my opinion, like this is not high profile considering UFC standards mm -hmm. or anything. But when Alex Ricci would come over and mm -hmm. train with us and stuff, I would always think I'm like, yo, oh my God, that's fucking Alex Ricci. Yeah, I mean, like UFC, yeah. he's a, this was even pre-UFC. This was yeah. like when he was like the top seller in the local regional scene, yeah. right? I'm like, oh fuck, that's Alex Ricci. But he's like coming around, like playing, letting everybody play with his dogs and shit and like being yeah. super nice him logan mcginnis do you know logan mcginnis boxer no. um he was like 18 and 0, 19 and 0, one of the, like okay. the best boxers out of ontario another guy super nice really humble down to earth john jones oh really came yeah. by to train at our gym uh, the week before his gusts honestly i've heard really mixed reviews but i'm not gonna lie i i, <laughs> I can i understand but <laughs> i've met him on three separate occasions and the second or third time he actually remembered me yeah which tripped me the fuck out because it was yeah. like a solid year between each one but he was super chill shab actually came by the gym and okay, trade with yeah. us as well that was fucking cool um chris weidman is actually probably my favorite really? just because like he came out and like he remembers me like to a t yeah, yeah. everything he's super fucking awesome um Two more things I want to talk about before we get you out of here. We're closing in on the two-hour mark here. Um, open scoring. I know we're yeah. completely changing shifts here. Open scoring. What are your thoughts on that? Because they actually tried that out last night yeah. in Invicta. Did you watch that or no. see how they went about it? No, I don't so, think so. So basically did, they... Wait, I think they did that for the UFC. Did they do that for the last UFC? No, no, no. No, they no. didn't? Okay. They're only they just released the scorecards right away, though. So well, this will happen. It, it, it takes about 30 seconds once the bell rings for the end of the round. And a commission person comes to each corner mm -hmm. and they have it on like a tablet. Okay. And I'll tell you, okay, 10 9, this judge 10 9. Because Aaron was releasing all the scorecards after every, uh, I don't know if you know who that is, right? The oh, TSM, of course. Yeah, of yeah, course. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But he was releasing all the scorecards right after every fight. Did you, did you, when was that? that? The last event. Last UFC event. The last UFC event. Uh, Maybe uh, it was just his own scoring, though. No, no. It was you the sure? judge. It was the judge. It was uh, the Joe B card. 100%. No way they did that. I, sw I swear, instantly, instantly, before the next fight, every fight. And they were scoring rounds that people got finished in. They were still putting oh, scores oh, no, no, out no, no, for no. that. I'm talking about open scoring and the fact that, like, in between rounds. No, no, I know, I know what oh, you mean by okay. that, but, like, 
Uh, that's what I thought maybe this was. That's how they were getting released so quickly. Hold up. He, he's been doing all this fucking UFC 248 shit. So on fight night, as he was wa- watching the event. As he was watching the event, before every before the next fight, the scorecards were released, and there would be like a fight where someone got finished in. It oh, would, oh, I did see that, actually. Crazy shit, man. What the fuck is that about? So this one? Yeah, like, the okay, the fight finishes in the first round. Yeah, that's weird. What? What is? Why that? are they scoring rounds? What the rounds? fuck does that even mean? Ten seven. They gave the Felicia Spencer. Fight. But it was a win. It was a knockout win. The first round. Yeah, that's weird. Like, you know what I mean? It's that crazy. doesn't make sense. That's uh, Virginia as well. They're a little bit sketchy. I felt like there. the refs sucked in that event too. Oh, the for refs sure. Were shit. Yeah, but, there wasn't uh, anything good. The Uncle Live one was really but, bad. Yeah, I think open scoring is better. So there's a couple of ways of approaching it. There's yeah. like the there's there's the. I think that the last round is always going to be the most exciting now yeah. just because, you know, the, the losing fighter is going to know, okay, I need to get a finish or get a 10-8 round. Yeah. You know See, what I mean? a lot of people were saying, were trying to go the opposite way and say that they felt like people were going to coast. Yeah, but just going to go out there and grab the fuck. You can't coast if I'm fucking coming at your head, you know what like I mean? Like bad out of hell type of yeah. thing, right? How, how, how are you able to actually like... You know, obviously the Khabibs or like the, the, the super heavy grapplers are going to be able to yeah. hold guys down and, and do that. But then on the other hand, you're going to get a guy fighting like they've never fought before, trying to get the W at the yeah. end of the, at the and round. Then, and, and, or if you're not doing that, people are, you're going to be heavily judged as a fighter. You know exactly. Like, like, yo, you know you're down. Why the yeah. fuck are you not going Why for it? Why didn't you push it? You're a fucking loser. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I like the fact that it, it puts it in the fighter's hands now. It's not so like you're still gonna get bad judging. Yeah, that's yeah. never gonna stop. It's you're gonna get gonna bad stop. judging. Yeah, yeah. But at least this gives the fighter a chance to be a like, responsibility okay. where it's like I know I'm down, or like I didn't. It doesn't matter if I thought I won that round. I fucking lost. Exactly. You know what I mean? It, exactly. Like shit like that. Like I'm usually someone who like feels like they're always like I'm more favorable to like the my opponent more than anything. Where it's like I feel like if he had a little bit of a good round, you give it that to him. Was close. I'll give it to him. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not someone up who has his head up his own ass. I'm yeah. Like, Did I win that round? I won that round, right, coach? No, no. It's not about what the fuck you think. Like I, I'm smart enough to know if I got my ass beat or not. Yes. You know, yeah, or yeah, if yeah. I got fucking held down the whole time. Right. Yeah. Like, I hope Reno's like that in your corner. Where he's like, okay, don't worry about. I've who never. Won really, that round. I don't. I mean, I don't think I've lost a round. Mm-hmm. In other in any of the fights that I've won, yeah. Like, but did, does Reno go into like every in between round and be like, "All right, we got that round. Let's move on to this next one." Does he kind of go? What's his? No, approach? he doesn't even talk about that. Like, if he, he just feel, starts if, focusing on I'm the next sure round, if he felt like I was down, he would fucking let me know. Yeah. you know what I mean. But and you guys have never I've actually never had been that, down. Right? I've never been down. <laughs> so yeah. if, if I've lost, it's always been I've been I've lost by a finish or the yeah. decision with Murdoch. It was like, well, we're winning the fucking. It's whole obvious fight. I'm winning. Yeah, but that's how it was. Interesting. So. There, yeah. There's also somebody Somebody told me out there They're like You you get to lose out On the anticipation Of the scorecards I don't give a fuck About no. that Like in terms of Who announces the it scorecards It holds the judges More responsible too That to where too. it's like Where it's like Okay All eyes are on me now I can't yeah. fuck off In between rounds Or it's like Or This is the only case Where I've seen scorecards Released this quickly Yeah But usually they're not Released till the day after Or something like that mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like when when it's released a day after, judges are just at home. They don't give a yeah. fuck. They probably don't even got Twitter. You know what I mean? So Some people probably like, don't even remember their names or anything yeah. either. Like that. So it's like where where the scorecards are released like live. You know they they get chewed up right away. You yeah. Know? And I feel like they need to be held more to ca- more accountable from like a professional standpoint. Where it's like, okay, like what the fuck were you scoring that? Yeah. How, how'd you score that? You know? Yeah. 
Where it's I, like, again, it's not the the the, the consistency of ju- the judging is not going to change with open scoring. It just gives it more into the the fighters' favor in terms of them molding their own destiny yeah, and knowing that they're down. I just down. feel it holds them more accountable as like. But even that, like, it's we're still going to get bad scorecards. Bro. Oh, you you will you You're still going to get will, bad scorecards. One hundred percent. Right. I feel like you'll get bad scorecards. One hundred percent. I'm but, trying to figure out how like coaches like uh, Matt Serra or Ray Longo are going to be able to keep it together after seeing that. What the fuck you mean we lost that round? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, no, you got one minute to talk to your fucking fighter. Like, I don't know how calm, cool, and collective Reno is in corners, but like, if he sees they scored it for the other guy, he's going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah. What do you I, mean I lost that round? But like, that, that as a fighter too, it's like, you got to deal with it. You yeah. Know what I mean? you, got, like, you got a you minute. You can't change shit. Yeah. You got a minute before you have to go in, into the next yeah. round. But like, I, like I remember when I lost the Murdoch fight, Reno was just fucking livid. Everybody livid, was, eh? you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, how is that, po- how, how was that possible? And that, that was the fight where it was like, that's a fight where it was like, if there was open scoring, cause I did feel like I coasted a bit in that fight oh, yeah. where it's like, where <laughs> okay. it's like, I felt like I was so ahead at certain spots yeah. that I did coast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And fighters hundred percent do that, man. Like, yeah. Khabib's Wasn't third- the Caraway fight that Misha Tate was telling Caraway to to coast? I, I think, it, or it was the other way around. Yeah. I remember Caraway or Tate got so much heat to like just coast. We got this. Just coast this third yeah. round. And we got this. I'm like, uh, I don't know if you want to be caught on camera saying yeah, that type of yeah. shit. Yeah, and it's just like um, trying to think, or, or it's like you'll see some corners be like, uh, yeah, I feel like you got that round, and then everybody who's watching the broadcast is like. No, nah. we didn't. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what fucking round you were watching, dude. Yeah, but yeah, everybody yeah. on TV don't think you won that shit. <laughs> but like that, I don't know. I feel like open scoring is more beneficial than it's not. Uh, so you kind of hope that they adopt that. Yeah, worldwide, hundred percent. Yeah, because I know me as a fighter, if I was down on some bullshit scorecard, I would want to know. That's true. I, I absolutely agree with that. I wish we could talk about more of your fighting future because I feel like you have something up your sleeve that you're, you're not able to release right now. So I, I won't push you too far for that. Um, your brother's fighting tomorrow. Yeah. Obviously, this is not going to be released in time for anything about that. Um, is there anybody that you're currently working with at your gym that you're like, I need to give a little bit of shine to this guy? This guy's on the up and up, whether it's an amateur, whether it's a one and no pro. Well, you got anybody out there? I feel like... Um uh everybody that i work with is like super beneficial uh cody stamen like obviously for housing me anytime i go to vegas you know he's like super helpful that way like nice fucking guy lets me use his truck when he's not there that's dope that's good friendship right there bro. yeah so it's like uh thanks to cody there um caro who dedicates all her time to reno you know um eric marintet my jiu-jitsu coach uh, nice. dante leone who welcomes me in his gym anytime mm-hmm. and all the guys at michigan top team too uh, I, I feel like i'm welcome no matter where i go and of course everybody at extreme who lets me in the gym there too um 10th planet when i go to there as well like i don't feel like there's anybody i can thank enough yeah i feel like i've been super grateful in my career to where it was like i definitely feel like um my my um i'd say like my drive is like something a lot of people notice and see and respect. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a main reason why maybe I'm accepted. And um, but regardless of that or not, these people have accepted me, and uh, they take me in no matter what, even off losses and everything. They've d- still took me in as um, that's training partners and everything. So um, I thank that. And Cody's even flown me out before to help him train. Damn. So it's good, you know. Um, is he based out of strictly Vegas now? Yeah, yeah, he lives okay. out of there, and. Um, so yeah, for me, it's just, all those people thank you, and uh, I can't thank them enough. You know, without them, um, people. One of the one of my the things I hate when people say is like the word self made, because I truly don't believe anybody is no. self made. You're made I've, up of everybody that's gotten you to yeah, where you are. Yeah, I feel like 
even if someone gave you a, an opportunity, you're not self-made, man. Because mm-hmm. like the, no nobody's ever come up without help from somebody or like a little like a little uh, favor or something like that. Like even if you're somebody who's uh, needs a job interview and someone watches your kid, you know what I mean? Like something as small as that, you know what no. I mean? Like that that makes you not you're not self-made. You know what I mean? Like so for me, I gotta give uh, credit to to that man because uh, without without them, I I wouldn't be uh, on the the path I'm on right now. I can I can kind of say the same thing for you right now in terms of my position because I feel like the getting this interview out there and everybody seeing this type mm-hmm. of stuff, I'm gonna get the rub from one of your fans or something like that. Yeah, too. for sure. They're like, Yo, hit that subscribe. They're gonna fucking enjoy yeah, the man. content that I'm putting out there just because you're you fucking came into the show. Yeah. So I'm super thankful that you fucking came yeah, in. Yeah, I appreciate being here, man. Like it was a fucking awesome conversation. Yeah. shit. especially like I wasn't sure like your background and stuff yeah. too, but like. Like you had like some fucking knowledgeable shit to say about MMA. So it's like, I'm not talking to someone on a podcast who like doesn't really know doesn't shit. know. And they're just like, eh, eh, eh. They <laughs> so you something? fought uh, Alex Morgan twice. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. No, just some dumb nah, shit bro. like that. But no, you've been around it. You've been around fighters too. Yeah. So like you understand how it is a lot of times, even though you, maybe you haven't fought or maybe you did. I don't know. But like, regardless, you understand a little bit. And it was like, it was a good, good fucking time being here. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, before we do end it off though, I do want to give some shine to your fucking podcast. So you're doing with yeah. your boy. Who, who is he? Oz? So Ozzy, um, Ozzy. He, he's, he's basically been a, like a fan for a long time. He's fought, he's a Dagestani Turkish actually. So oh, he has a lot of relationships with like some people from that area. Interesting. So was uh, he born there or something? Or? Uh, I don't know. If, I think, I don't know if he was born in Canada or not, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't know that much about him, but I've known him and his brother for a long time and uh, they've always, I've met them through the gym and everything like nice. that too. So Ozzy's super passionate about that and uh, we're going to be releasing tonight actually before the event a breakdown on uh, the main event tonight. Okay. We've been a little bit slow just because I was away and stuff like that, yeah. but I do it just because it's like a hobby for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Obviously my fight career and everything else That's is like one focus, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do enjoy it just because I do love this sport as yeah. that much. You know what I mean? So it's like... It's a uh, passionate for me. So Ozzy and the Pro on YouTube, um, uh, go follow them and subscribe. Uh, we'll be coming out with different content. Obviously, Ozzy and I'm the Pro. So uh, <laughs> Ozzy's. Uh, I think Ozzie's, by looking at the video, you can tell the, the, what's good. Yeah, yeah, I think the cauliflower ear gives it away a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, it's good. I'll be doing like some solo videos based on Sick. like what people want to ask a fighter. You know, because that's that's um, good. You know who I've actually seen do that too uh, recently was Miles Jerry's came out with a fucking oh, awesome YouTube page. Where uh, he's been going through a lot of stuff like that, so like tech, he's taking a lot shit. of my fucking ideas. <laughs> pretty pissed Fuck about you, it. Jerry. <laughs> Fuck you. This is Laramie's game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, so it's awesome to see people getting in into that too because. Uh, I feel like I get questions all the time where it's like, yeah. well, fuck, I might as well make a video because you're not the first person who's asked, right? So absolutely, it's like, and you have the credentials to fucking show people. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Right? Um, uh, do, do you ha- actually have plans with that podcast, or is it just we're gonna fucking do it every week or wherever the fuck yeah, it is we'll and just see, see where we'll the fuck it goes. goes? We'll see where it goes. Yeah. To, uh, give me his contact because I'm gonna get his ass in here too, Ozzy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, for sure. For <laughs> I'm sure he would love yeah. to chat for like two hours about random MMA oh, yeah, shit too. Fuck yeah, man. yeah. He knows a lot of fucking small detail shit that I don't even know. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be looking for to actually have a conversation with him. Uh, lastly, is there anything that you wanna you wanna plug other than the podcast? Like, uh, I'm gonna my, have everything in the description below for all these uh, all the the platforms. But is there anything anything specific you want no, to just there? like my instagram twitter yeah. stuff like that so uh i'm pretty active on both so uh yeah just take a follow on those he's he's a very fun follow i'm telling you guys right <laughs> he puts out some great fucking content and he loves basketball a lot too yeah, i've I'm, seen I'm you retweeting fan. a lot of that shit raptors let's fucking go <laughs> um all right yeah make sure you guys check out his twitter and all that stuff i'm gonna 
put it below. Uh, TJ, thanks for fucking coming through, thanks, dude. Man. I won't call you Tony. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shout out to Robin uh, Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get your ass up here. Uh, hopefully, whenever you uh, you announce whatever the big, big news. ass news that you got coming up, I'll get your ass back up here and we can get you to this, uh, you know, maybe twice a year or something yeah, like yeah. that. Wanna, you're not too far. Winter's not that no, fucking no, far. No, Don't be a boy, bitch. Tommy, <laughs> Tom Theocris lives in uh, Toronto now. Perfect. So I'll, I'll be up to see him more. Perfect. All right. TG Laramie, make sure you go, uh, go follow his ass. Subscribe to his YouTube channel and Ozzy and the Pro and all that shit. Uh, and look out for his fights, dude. Yeah. You guys can even see his TKO uh, fights on Fight Pass, so check that shit out. I'm after this, or even after the UFC event, which is about to start, I'm going to watch that Vince Murdoch fight and see if yeah. you're actually robbed, and we'll, we'll have a discussion yeah, about that. fuck yeah. <laughs> all right, appreciate you, TJ. Yeah, no you're problem. the fucking man, Thank bro. Thank you. See you guys next week. Take it easy.